You're listening to a one-shot actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for all our campaigns and one-shots. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having a great day. Welcome to me doing a one-shot for my friend. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to run a game. I am Sarah, otherwise known as Sarah's Coffee, and I will be your GM today. And we're going to go around to Pooja. Hi, I am Pooja. Uh, I will be playing Osho Muzumdar, a druid. A druid. Every stealing party needs a druid, and I Mm. stand by that. Yes. Uh, Hi, I am Jason. I will be playing... Uh, Enrina Selikur, the astral elf wizard, um, and uh, that's that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, blade singer wizard. So not not Ooh. any particular uh, uh, abjuration or evo or anything. Just uh, dancing, 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 dancing gets yeah. it done. Yep. Um, I am John Ingi, and I am playing Artemis Pike, a um, bard, College of Swords bard. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to go on this journey with all of you. Uh, special thanks to the creators of Eberron and uh, Justice Armon, who provided inspiration for the adventure that we will be going through today. Uh, so, oh, quick side note. Yeah. Also, we were really hoping our new cast member, Eli, new cast member for the Pinnacles show, would be able to be here. He wasn't able to join us. Uh, so we love you, Eli. Uh, love you. We'll, we'll see you soon. Get better soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're so excited to play with you. All right. Here's what we're going to do. I am going to give us all a little introduction, and then we are going to play the fastest round of Decima Uh that you've ever played in your life, just to establish one through line to each of you, to each other. Now, since you are all thieves, skullduckeries, enjoyers of crime, as we said beforehand, uh, these do not need to be super strong ties. You can know a person from one event, from a loose connection that you have once uh, enacted upon. They could have done something bad to you or people you know. Uh, Any of these things are free and open. The connections can be as strong or as weak as you would like. And I'm just waiting for for tech. (laughs) As long as we're good to go. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm so sorry for interrupting the switch of technology. Rolling stuff is good. Yeah. I mean, I have dice. As long as I know, like, as long as I can click on the spells part, that's actually just, like, what I need. Imagine rolling (laughs) dice. I've never done it in my life. Who does that? Okay. Let's go. Sharn, the city of towers. In Eberron, this huge city is known for its massive technological feats, its mechanical marble marvels, and a vast network of interlocking and overlapping platforms that crawl their way up high-rising superstructures of metal and magic, all connected in access by the world-famous Memphis Express, a mechanical marvel of a train system that navigates seamlessly through the city's infrastructure. But to our heroes. It is best known for the opportunity that hides within it, whether that's in the dark underbelly of the lower levels where the light barely touches, or the floating mansions at the highest tiers filled with aristocrats who have holes where their hearts should be. And tonight, you have all gotten wind of what could be your biggest score yet. 
a prize that could change each of your lives forever if you can just get it to fall into your hands. Now, a person named Torch has called you tonight to a location called Platform's Edge. All of you have reasons to know Torch and to also come to this place for this job, and that is what we are going to figure out now. Would you all like to take a deck of my card? Please. <laughs> Always. Forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hooray! Yeah. I'm so excited. I will be uh, helping with the connections of Torch to your party so that you can also know how you know her. Uh, amazing. All right. Let's roll initiative. What? <laughs> Holy shit. I'm completely serious. Roll initiative to see who does Dekuma first. No, 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 19. 19? That is a D12. That is not going to help me. 12. 12? I've got an 11. Plus my initiative of 4. That's 23. Oh, I wasn't uh, even looking at Ah, uh, 22. So close. <laughs> I feel like I should look and see what Torch gets, uh, who is a character that I have not made at all in any route uh 15 for torch so uh angie would you like to go first and you can apply this to any character at the table all right it says you have strong feelings for blank and have told them <gasps> how did that go uh-huh. mm -hmm. now these strong feelings can be any kind of strong feeling you'd like romantic or stepby step other <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to kill you. Exactly. Hmm, that does sound... That sounds like a fun kind of way to play me and Torch, actually. Sure, yeah. Would be like, I don't trust you, I don't like you, I want to kill you. And also, I kind of love you, but... But I give you such <laughs> good jobs. Yeah. So, yes. amazing. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, Artemis has strong feelings for Torch, and they're bad. <laughs> Amazing. Well, complicated. Yes, complicated. Amazing. Just making a note in my paper journal. Next in initiative is Jason. Ah. Uh -huh. Who is playing? And Rena. Uh. Blank is always sticking their nose in your business. What about you? Is so interesting. Hmm? Well, the thing about me that's so interesting is that I don't think people knows. People knows. Um, like, she has a cover of, like, she's just an elf who lives on a boat. Mm -hmm, she's mm -hmm. not, like, it's not a spell jammer. No. She's it's... not from astral space. <laughs> How could it be anything? She's just an elf on a boat. Yeah. It's totally normal. Um, never mind that her hair is, like, a CG nightmare for the uh, budget department. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, for the sake of the audience, I'm picturing her hair. Just, it looks like black hair with sparkles in it from far away, but actually, it's like when you move. It's like a window into the stars. Love that. You know, so it's like this animated, like so the animators are like, oh my god, it's what? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, digital wig. So let's see. Somebody's sticking their nose in my business. Uh, so I think the thing that is interesting about her is that she's an astral elf and is like trying to figure out how to repair her spell jammer. Um, sticking the nose in the business feels like, I feel like druids are nosy. Is mm. that, does that feel right for Osho? I think Osho is, uh, he is very, 
He's a nosy guy. Okay. Um, because it, it behooves him to know what trouble is coming down the pike. Osho's in my business. Amazing. Fantastic. So, uh, also, pronouns for characters? He, him. She, her. He, him. Hell yeah. Torch is she, they. Ooh. I just decided. (laughs) Fantastic. Okay. And next is Torch. Interesting. I'm not going to do that one. (laughs) He says, Blank has strong feelings about you. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) That is really. Give me the witch. I actually, it would be really. The thing is, it says, but they haven't said anything. And I think it would be really funny. If Artemis is like, I don't like you, and Torch is like, I'm getting a vibe. <laughs> Something's <laughs> happening here. Something's There's no way to know He's for so sure. into me. He's so mysterious, but unfortunately, uh, Torch is very, very... Uh, wisdom heavy. Is very wisdom heavy. <laughs> yeah, so a little more perceptive she, than she, that. No, she'd get it. Uh, blank can usually read you like a book, whether you want them to or not. Hmm. Hmm. Is, is insight based on wisdom? Insight is wisdom. Mm. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm mid. <laughs> mid wisdom? Yeah. I know uh, all the wisdoms. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to go, yeah, Osho for that, because I think you just, <clears throat> you've, you've been in this game for a little bit of time, correct? Uh, yeah. And you kind of understand how things work. And because of that, there are some ticks that Torch has that are kind of recognizable to people who spend time in the criminal world, and you've spent time knowing how to recognize those. Uh, so I think you can usually call out and read Torch in certain ways. Amazing. Okay, Pooja. Okay. I refused help from blank. When you were at your lowest, why did you refuse? Or I helped Blank when they were at their lowest. Mm. How did I help them? Which I like that one better. Yeah, <laughs> Say the other one is I like a, I like very a Stepna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. The other one is, is very. Trying not, not to play Stepna today. <laughs> I love that. Um, sorry, Angie, remind me of your character name one more time. Artemis Pike. I helped Artemis when he was at his lowest. So how do you feel like, what what was Artemis's lowest point? Well, he's a bard, right? Yeah, Artemis is a bard who likes to talk about how, you know, he loves rich things and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But truth is, he grew up like a street rat poor. So I must have been down on my luck gambling debt something. And it's like, I'm going to have to move back or. Ooh. Okay. Let's, let's spin this. So Osha spends a lot of his time on the coast. Like he's not really good with crowded spaces. Why did he move to Shard? Well, world may never know. (laughs) uh, Cause this is only a one shot. (laughs) But, But he spends a lot of time on the beach, on the coast, like, 
you know, wandering around, whatever. And he found you out there after you'd been evicted from your your place. Mm -hmm. And you were like, I'm going to have to go back, like throwing rocks into the sea kind of situation. Not skipping them, just throwing them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do it, rock. Fuck you, sea. Yeah. <laughs> um, and And I had just found out about a big job mm -hmm. that I didn't really need help with. But this seemed like a good, a good way to test out a new person. Love that. Uh, it, Pike is a half elf. You mm -hmm. said, yeah. Okay. Oh, she'll let Pike in on a job. Yeah, I think he goes by Pike and not Artemis. And it's like, and that way, Pike, like, uh, you know, I know pride is really important to bards. <laughs> What? So uh, <laughs> that way you got to keep so your Not pride. necessarily. Oh, but definitely Pike's. <laughs> <laughs> what if Pike was his only name growing up and then to get fancy put oh, Artemis yeah, on the front? Yeah. Oh, my, my name is Artemis, Artemis Pike. Pike. Artemis Pike. Yes. I like it. I, I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. I love that. If you run into your old friends, you're like, who the fuck is Artemis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that? I don't know them. Uh, is Pike dirt feet. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I'm loving this. So I'm going to take us through one more round because right. this is great. Okay, I'm go having a this blast. way this time. All right. I'm taking the second one. Oh. Also, y'all are killing it. We're blazing. Take one from the middle. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, oh. I've been I've been doing a lot of family friendly streams, so I almost like kept myself from saying shit, and then I was like, uh, no, I'm free. No, we have all the cusses on this channel. <laughs> we paid extra for that. <laughs> Happy Jacks <laughs> after for all the cusses. I want a bad one. Oh. That was a nice one. I had a nice one last time. Yeah. Stupid nice cards. <laughs> you know what? That could be bad. Mo most of them have a good balance. Most on of them, them are good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Going back through initiative, uh, Ingi. All right. Artemis. I do Pike. love this as like a combat kind of uh, yeah, fight, <laughs> format. So I've got when you need advice, you always go to, or when they need advice, mm. blank always comes to you. Mm. You got the wisdom. So. I already know everything. <laughs> right. So wouldn't ask for advice, but would happily give it. Probably even when it's not asked for. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And I have a negative one to my wisdom. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and I have negative one charisma. Oh. Right. So that the, the vibe for that, for me at least, is like she's very good looking until you get to talk to her. And you're like, oh, you're so weird. <laughs> like, so off-putting and alien, right? Um, um, that's not relatable. <laughs> so that's the the kind of, like, her, her eight charisma is because she's so off-putting and strange. She won't stop talking about pickleball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we'll, like, butt in with unasked-for advice, mm -hmm. um, which everybody loves. Of course. I'm of just course. playing mean now. <laughs> hmm. I don't know, but I like this idea that whenever I need advice, you will give it to me, yes. whether I want it to or not. Yes. How about yes. that? Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I am Pike's advisor. What is your character's name again? Uh, Enrina. A-N-R-Y-N-N-A. -N -N -A. Pike's advisor is me. <laughs> don't worry, I got you. I know what to do. Uh, all right. Enrina. If if she wasn't hiding the fact that she's from the Astral Sea, I 
also picture somebody being like, when I was on the Sword Coast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, just place dropping, you know, mm -hmm. or like, when I met the Queen well, of the Gifts of the Rye. When like, you're flying between worlds. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Casually. she is like that on the Astral Sea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, you had a strong connection with Blank, but it seems to be fading. What has changed? Have a strong connection with Blank, and it grows stronger every day. Ooh. Uh, I actually want this stronger every day. Maybe with Torch. That actually uh, works for my card. Oh, really? So great. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, 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 okay. So, strong connection with Torch. Getting stronger. I think... Andra probably kind of wants to sleep with Torch, but it does not, it's not good at bringing that up. Sure. Um, so it's probably trying to figure out how to ask Pike for advice, but asking for advice is not a thing she does. Sure. What I love is that I have not even described or fully introduced this character, and y'all are like, that's going to be a hot NPC. I know it. And you're right. And you're right. Even if they're well, not Well, I figured hot. you dressed the, for the part today. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I am dressed as Torch right now. The, okay. So, yes. Well done. Mm -hmm. um, the hair connection with Torch. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Um, yeah. Okay. Amazing. Uh, and perfect for Torch. It is obvious that Blank is dealing with something serious and you can relate. Oh. Okay. Nice. I think that... How long have you been in Sharn? Months, I months. think. Six months. I think about a month into you being here, and maybe like a little bit, you started picking up some jobs from Torch because Torch is the type of person who hires out. Uh, she doesn't have a group of mercenaries that it's like the family. It's yeah. just, you know, whoever uh, she trusts and wants to bring good. on. You are going to uh, need to do that voice for the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, I but... imagine it like Reservoir Dogs. Yes, yes, very similar. Mm -hmm. um, and however, a few weeks into doing those jobs, you started on top of getting like your regular cut, getting sent like pieces for your normal regular ship. Regular boat. And that they I would live like on get sent in the harbor. Notes. It would say like pieces for your normal regular ship, literally oh, amazing. in a boat. Okay, okay. Uh, in yeah. a very like, I know what's going on here. Oh, like, and, oh, I've cracked this code. Yes, yes. And, um, you get the sense that with this, Torch can somehow relate to what's going on with you. Interesting. They have not told you any information. But I can't just say, are you from the Astral Sea as sure. well? Yeah. Because uh -huh. that would blow it for me if exactly. I'm wrong. And Torch can't ask you that You get either. a little bit of a sense, even with your low insight, that Torch does enjoy this conundrum that you yeah. have been put in. What I have, though, is great scrutiny. Yes. So, yes. you know... Picking up on non-person cues. Exactly. Uh, mm -hmm. Amazing. Okay. okay, cool. Awesome. Okay, and Osha. Okay. Uh, Blank wants to try it. He wants you to try something new, but you aren't interested. Mm -hmm. Why is it and why avoid it? Have you heard of spicy food? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> See where I'm from, they have a thing called spicy food. You want Blank to try something new. What is it and why haven't they done it yet? I love this. I love this Blank wants you to try something new. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to tie this back into the pipe thing. Sure. Mm -hmm. I think Osho usually, he usually works alone. And 
because this one time he had a momentary lapse of judgment and felt bad for this guy throwing rocks into the sea. Mm-hmm. Torch so wants me to become part of like a, a regular group. It's like, I have all these jobs you'd be perfect for. We've got a slot, that kind mm-hmm. of like. It's like, I'm a solo operator. You know this. Sometimes a, a job takes more than one person, you know? And, um, and you're good. It's the problem. And I avoid it because I have had a previous bad experience with working in a group. Makes sense. Uh, and that is how I ended up in Chardon in the first place. Aha! Okay. <laughs> this place I am not comfortable in. It has taken you here. Was it a fast and or furious where the character was like, oh, I had a bad experience with dogs. And so he's like, oh, yeah, what happened? He says, I had a bad experience. <laughs> it was Very like much. Can such I, a great moment. Can I admit something? Despite huh. naming this stream Too Sharn Too Furious, I have not seen a single entry into the Fast and Furious franchise. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> yes. Because you're be going funny. to receive an invitation to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're... Yeah, I mean, just, it's all about family, Sarah. Family. family. All about family. Family. Oh, my gosh. I didn't understand until I went to, like, uh, an early screening that I got invited mm-hmm. to by my management company. And I was sitting in there with mega fans. And, like, the 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 car jumps from one building to another building. Yes. And everyone laughs super duper hard. Yes. And then just cheers. And I went, yeah. now I get it. Yeah. That's the joy. Once yes. you understand that it's a superhero story, mm-hmm. it, it all makes sense. It's like how you play with hot Where heroes. the superheroes yeah. are dudes with cars. Yeah. And the cars are superheroes. Yeah. That makes sense. And I'm Michelle here. Rodriguez. And, and Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that we've taken our appropriate moment of silence mm-hmm. from Perfect. Rodriguez, uh, let's get right into it, gang. Uh, we've we've figured out how we all know one another to at least some extent, and we find ourselves in the midst of this city. Uh, there's a light rain coming down. It is late at night because Torch only ever calls you to come when it's late at night. She understands exactly what it means to associate with a person like her in more public stations. And that's why she's called you tonight to a bar called the Platform's Edge. Now, there are a lot of different areas in Sharn that uh, exist in certain measures of disrepair, we'll say. Some are very well and highly maintained, and some are almost forgotten. And Platform's Edge exists in a part of the city called Lower Dura. That is, unless you're thinking about ocean trade, pretty much abandoned. Uh, That is why it's kind of close to where you are, Anrina, because it is right on the Dagger Coast. And normally it's just used to take... uh, Platforms, warehouses, take in resources, send them out. But beyond that, people who live there, uh, it is overshadowed by these buildings. And often, people who live here barely see the light of day. It is dark. It is dank, even in the daytime. And Platforms Edge specifically sits on this platform that just began rusting away decades, maybe even centuries ago. And it's been slowly propped up and re-propped up through like different parts of steel until that platform is not in any way the same platform that first held up the building. And it looks at any time 
like it is going to just fall into the sea. A, a true Theseus's platform. Yes, mm -hmm. a Theseus's platform. <laughs> and however, despite it being rickety and uh, a little bit of a safety violation, that is in fact why no nobles or guards ever touch the place. And it's a perfect place for a criminal rendezvous. You've all been called here tonight. Uh, I'd like to know how each of you show up and what you look like. So let's start with Anrena. Um, so uh, let's see. Anrena has uh, like kind of a um, cross between like, like Tomb Raider and Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. Like Tomb Raider only because she's this athletic kind of right. like type. Not the like skimpy clothes and guns. <laughs> Like, um, so much more the like leather jacket, um, you know, cargo pants tucked into boots. It's very practical, um, not super heavy boots, but you know, practical boots, uh, long dark hair, uh, and also would probably, if we know we had to be here, um, show up, like come out of the rain with a, a tensor's floating disc over her head, um, Good. because we don't get wet. <laughs> this hair, no, um, I love that. And uh, and it lasts for an hour, so like you know, she could just ritual cast it, and like, it's so why 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 would you not? <laughs> mm -hmm. So Perfect. shows up with the you know like water cascading off of the yeah. It looks very impressive, uh, and as you enter, you see the familiar inside of the platforms edge. You've been here a few times before. Uh, there is a kind of mix between sci-fi and noir vibe going on in here. You hear some jazzy lounge music playing from uh, definitely not in a, a jukebox, but the high fantasy Eberron version of a jukebox, you yep. know? Uh, and there is a bartender up by the bar who is, you know, just wiping that bar, sure. wiping those glasses. Uh, next... Let's say uh, Artemis, you show up. Pike. <clears throat> um, I show up with a cloak, a um, hood up, and as I come in and I press to digitate myself, and all the water comes out of my hair and it goes up in this like glorious like Amazing. pompadour, <laughs> but it's still just wet enough <laughs> that it's like just like wet hot. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've got like a, my nice. Um, uh, breastplate on with a nice, it's a leather doublet, so it's kind of, you know, upper. It's kind of, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of snazzy, mm -hmm. but it's also uh, a little rugged and roguish. Mm. Amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, you cast off in this shower of small droplets, and you see uh, Anrena as you are. What are you doing in this moment as Pike uh, comes in? Yeah, probably like. Up at the bar, surveying, trying to decide. I think every time she comes in, she tries to order something she hasn't had before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she'll always ask the bartender, what haven't I had before? It could be a different person. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't know. <laughs> um, Amazing. Which is, again, not a great social skill. No. Like, you should run, know whether you've spoken to this person before. Um, now, see, I've never seen you before in my life. Yeah. So you need to tell me what you want to drink. Yeah. Um, oh, I should also mention the, like, rapier and a scabbard and a... Oh, yeah. uh, messenger bag kind of you know leather it's got a small Indiana book Jones in bag. It. Yeah. 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 You got magic. It's a big in book thing? in it. Um and uh you, you know just to hear the the whole like 
prestidigitation situation happening um turn and i'm like oh that's that's one way to handle it uh, that's impressive mm-hmm. <laughs> oh thank you i do like to keep a little clean and i'm like looking at myself in the mirror behind the bar just making mm-hmm. sure everything's just right like my my scruff is like perfectly shaped and formed um just the right amount of days not shaven and mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and i also have a nice rapier Oh, rapier gang. I yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Hey, uh, have we ever, like, fenced? Done some sparring? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe just a little. Sure. For funsies. If, if this were uh, Thirsty Sword lesbians, we definitely would have. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, there's the a night, whole move. There's just so for, much time for the night to get yeah, thirsty. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, and as you both sit up at the bar, get your drinks, uh, the bartender has a little weird back and forth with you, and they end up just kind of... You know what? Roll me a charisma check really oh, quickly no. to see this. Why me? <laughs> oh, because I did this. Because it's funny. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Charisma with, uh, not with any sort of... Uh... Just a flat charisma check. Well, it's a nine. A nine. You... Can I quick save and reload? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no saves coming in actual D&D. Ah, that's too bad. Uh, you watch as the bartender goes to the tap and fills a glass half with one type of thing on draft and then just fills the other half with another thing on draft <laughs> and goes, totally no drink just for you. Uh, th- thank you. That's very thoughtful. Mm, goes back to their work. Uh, and Osho, how do you enter and what do you look like? Well, Osho's come up from, like, walking the shoreline, mm-hmm. which no one should be walking the shoreline. No, it's so, not pretty. It's, it's, you know, it's the way to get here mm-hmm. where he would encounter the fewest people. Um, and he walks in in his leather jerkin and the water beating off of it because it's it's very well weatherproofed and but like it's sleeveless he's a a big guy he's got Mm -hmm. big arms very like curly hair kind of shoulder length but it's like very like soaked soaking wet his face soaking wet and he wipes his face off and then he kind of like shakes out like a dog does. <laughs> does he get fuzzy? And like his hair starts to like poof. Yeah. Does and it... then he like slicks it back with his hands. So like the rest of the water from his face yeah. or whatever. Kind of like, so it makes these really tight curls, like curly cues that are just going to freeze the fuck out in mm-hmm. like yeah. 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if I were picturing like a Jason Momo, is that <laughs> way off or is that... Not Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa was a fear bulk. Is great. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Jason Momoa in fear bulk makeup. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. It's very um, cute, actually. And goes over to the bar and um and kind of like waits for a moment, waits for another moment. Oh, I'm actually gonna have to, okay. to, to talk. Uh, <laughs> It, but when he speaks, his voice is like super deep and rumbly. Ooh, yeah. So, uh, so it's almost like at that point where you're listening to somebody like James Earl Jones, and you can kind of feel it in your chest when mm. he speaks. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, uh, "Excuse me," like very soft spoken, very yeah. like, but like 
but like there's a little bit of like Jurassic Park esque. Yeah, the drinks are <laughs> like drinks Whoa. rumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Uh, but comes over and asks for your order, and uh, also gets the uh, the local brewed. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mead beer equivalent. Yeah, Lower Jura is known for this drink that is. I'm not gonna say it tastes good, <laughs> but it is surprising how good it tastes for how strong it is. Uh, is what I will say, and that is what the bartender serves to you, Osho. As you are getting your drink, you look to the left of you, look to the right of you. Um, platform's edge is not super well uh, attended as a bar. There's maybe two or three other people in here, and you recognize, none of you have been told that this is a group job. So you recognize as you look around that there are two familiar faces that probably means that this is going to be a group job. What did I tell her? And, oh yeah, go ahead. Nothing, Nothing. As you ruminate, on that, uh, the bartender looks to you, all three of you, and goes, "All right, that's about that's about what she told me." And just slips a paper right in the middle of the three of you. I'll grab that. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fine. <laughs> <clears throat> grab it up, and you see that it just says in beautiful script, "Back room." Oh. All right. Glad they wrote that. Anyone ever heard it out loud? Know all of our secrets. All right. <laughs> Snap and burn it up, and mm-hmm. you know she appreciates your keeping of her very intense secrets. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to hide these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so you proceed. I assume into... it was written on flash paper. So. Oh, of course. <laughs> you, you didn't even have to do a spell. It just... Yeah, just. Whoosh. Amazing. <laughs> uh, you all proceed into the back room. Do anything else? This is D and D, so Had I never expect people to do the, this thing. Okay, I'm just taking my drink back into fantastic. The back. You all head back into a room that's very familiar to you. Uh, it's pretty small; just has one table. It's probably at one point for private parties, which is not really a thing at this uh, establishment, but you see Torch leaning back against one of the nicer chairs in the room. Uh, she is a six foot eight Goliath uh, person. Uh, she is pretty lithe, um, doesn't look especially strong until you get up close and you kind of see the muscles rippling underneath the skin that kind of indicates someone who has trained their body for getting in and out of locations easily and quickly. Uh, she has a long, dark braid down her back, and uh, her skin is covered in these pockmarked scars that kind of give this illusion that something has happened to her in the past with fire. Uh, maybe where she got her nickname from, no way to know. But she straightens up a bit, but not much, and grins as the three of you walks in, walk in and say, uh, my three favorite criminals. <laughs> Welcome in. Sit down. I don't know if it counts as crime if you don't know the local laws. No, that 
that actually doesn't hold up in court. I've tried that one. Hmm. I'm always for at least a bit of plausible deniability. But please. It's good of you all to come. Kind of spares a look, especially at you, Osha. Uh, and says, Now, all of you have done some very good work for me in the past, and I appreciate that greatly. That's why I've called all of you here. I don't really think that there's anyone else who could do what I'm about to ask of you tonight. And Renes stands a little straighter, like, yeah, all right, now we're talking. <laughs> oh, so meanwhile, rolls his eyes, like, yeah. make it on very thick. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know that torch. I, I like can't it. tell when I'm being buttered up, yeah. but I am being complimented. You know the torch is selling. <laughs> um, you're because you're the best. You're all the best. I, I am the best. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. But really, it's not so complex of a job. All I really need is uh, a few names. There's a train that's leaving from Ambassador Towers tomorrow night on the Memphis Express. And all of you know that the Memphis Express is the primary transportation in uh, Sharn. It is the way that everyone gets to and from the locations, especially in a city that goes up and has a lot of platforms. Uh, it is actually essentially a metro that travels through small dimensional portals. The magic is always on for it, and that is how it gets to the different platforms. Most famously, it also has trains that only go to certain places. Uh, if there's anything more you want to know about that later, you can roll for it, but that's the information that immediately comes to mind. Uh, and she says, I've recently come into the information that there is a new train that will be running the tracks tomorrow night coming from Ambassador Towers, the prison. There's an individual on there that I would very much like to get some information from. If you all would be so kind as to find your ways onto it. So we're removing somebody from a prisoner transfer? I don't really need you to remove them. I just need you to talk to them. Oh, well, that should be easy. Oh, yes, I'm sure it will. Now, I'm prepared to give you any information that I have or know, uh, but it is a bit time-sensitive because this train is only running once, and once it gets to the top of the city, it's going to exit through a dimensional portal. Where is it going after that? That's not really information I'm interested in. Hmm. But do you know? I repeat. Okay. Um... Now... I can give you information on what you need, but I have to let you know that the prize for this is quite steep. I have a bit of a personal investment in this one. So if you get these names for me, I am willing to give you 1,000 gold each. And a 5% share in whatever results from this information that I receive. Any questions? Um, what are the names we need to get? They're true names. Ooh, I see. Now, who here do you think knows what true names are? 
I might. You might. Do you want to roll for it? Sure. Sure. Uh, you want like Arcana? Yeah, give me an Arcana check or a History check. I think Ojo Ojo actually does because he uh, there are stories that his adopted family told him. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna have Jason roll, but what are these stories that you've heard? That there are a people that aren't quite of this realm. Mm-hmm. Like, so many of us are not quite from this realm, but these are further outside the normal. Um, and for these people, true dams have power. Um, and they can be used for help or to harm. And sometimes my people have used them as we're the lesser versions Mm-hmm. Have used them for assistance in times of great need. Mm, interesting. Good to know. Okay. And I got a nineteen. A nineteen. That's pretty good. Uh, in addition to this information that Osha knows, um, you know that knowing someone's true name often comes along with uh, a lot of benefits. Uh, not just calling upon them in times of need, or maybe. Uh, shackling them, but even up to owning property that this person has. Uh, So finding out someone's true name could uh, give you a lot of power. Um, Now, what you would understand from that is that a person asking you to retrieve those names and then give them to them is a good amount of trust that they are placing in you. Right. Uh, because we could just keep it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And Artemis, do you think that uh, Pike has heard about true names? Um, I think possibly. Um, it's got to be a song about it. You know, yeah, as I'm an, you know, yeah. arcana okay. person. Nope, that's five. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I think maybe at one point you like heard Gladys? it. Yeah, but you, uh, it was like you try to think of it and all you can think of is a limerick. Like yeah. a really dirty limerick about true names, and you're like, that can't be there right. Once was a Frank McKenzie. <laughs> uh, and she clears her throat a little bit and says, true names of two individuals who our contract was ironclad, but the contracts that they had with others, maybe not so much. And I would very much like to get back what they took from me. Oh, they they stole from you first. Of course. Oh, so a little bit of revenge, a little bit of investment and payment. Exactly. Just makes me think of this limerick. <laughs> no, not the time. You yes, know I that I, you know what my lines are, right? You, I don't truck with slavers. No. And I don't intend to be one. I just want what's mine. Uh, You know that Torch really only deals in larceny. Um, She is one of those people who has a... a reputation, we'll say. uh, And usually prefers their jobs to be carried out with minimal casualties and uh, done pretty well under the radar. What's the word? Noble thieves Mm. is kind of the class that Torch falls into. Uh, Yes. 
Well, as long as everyone's in. Well, I mean, the remuneration is very generous. I'm, I can't wait to see what, what this all makes up. You know, I know, Merle. Prefer to work alone. Osha, and I mean this with the full understanding and appreciation of all your talents and abilities. If you worked this job alone, you would be dead. Fair. But. But I Afterwards, need... I've got some information I could do some help getting. Always willing to trade in that. Looks to you, Pike. Oh, you know, I need the money. Yes, I'm in. Excellent. Uh, she pulls out a piece of paper and begins to sketch out a rough idea of what the train looks like. And she says, now, I don't know exactly how many cars there's going to be, but I know ones that absolutely are going to be there. And she draws out uh, the engine car in the front, which she describes to you as uh, being extremely hot and uh, enter at your own risk, oh. essentially. Uh, extremely sexy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the sexiest train car ever. Uh, and then there is the jail car that uh, exists somewhere in the cars. And then there is the caboose. Uh, between that, she is unsure of what exactly is there. Caboose. It's uh, a word. It's a good word. Mm -hmm. um, the other information that she gives you is that the train has a spell on it that doesn't allow teleportation. And the specificity of this is that the prisoner that is being transported seems to be a person that could teleport out of this situation mm. if it were not the case. Uh, doesn't seem to have much information about who this person is. The only information that they have on this person is that their name is The Stranger. Um, I mean, many people from the Feywilds are capable to take a sideways step, as it were. Is this, do you, can you identify you this person at all? Like, what they look like? I've been told that they're a bit shifty. Ah. Oh. In more hmm. ways than one. I see. But, uh, I think they'll make themselves known to you. They seem to be that type. But on to a bit more difficult things. How you're going to get on. Now you can sneak on through the back. The caboose has a strange opening to it because these are open to uh, extraplanar travelers. Uh, this is not just a prison transport car. It seems to have other things on it as well, though I don't know what they are. So or, the caboose has a strange opening? Yes. The rear of the train. The rear of the train. Yeah, okay. Yes. You know, the butt. Um. <laughs> yeah, let's avoid the giggles and just call it the butt. It's got a weird butt, right? Yeah. Or you could buy your way. Not quite so easy, and I'm not saying that you have to literally spend your money to get on the train, but getting a ticket would probably be the least conspicuous way. And she points out that uh, there is a train station that this train will be stopping at, at the Memphis Plateau. Memphis Station oh, B. not Memphis. Not Memphis. M-E-N-T-H-I-S. Thank you. Okay. 
I wrote down Memphis I just Memphis put Memphis, Express. Tennessee in my game. <laughs> Memphis. Got it. I'm all caught up. I can call it Mentis if that makes it easier. Yeah, that's fine. Now mm -hmm. I'm thinking of Mentos. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she lays all of this out for you. Uh, do you have any other questions for Torch? Uh, uh, are we authorized to or bargain on your behalf? In what way? You want names. Can mm. we drop yours? Make an insight check. No. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't talking to me anyway. <laughs> 17. 17? Mm -hmm. Amazing. As you both ask this question in tandem, you just see the slightest twitch in Torch's eye, but not, not a twitch of you won't get this information if I drop your name. Rather, just a general dismay at their name being mentioned to this person, I guess I'll say. And uh, she says, I would prefer if you didn't, but if it comes down to it, it's fine. You know I like to stay <clears throat> a bit in the shadow. Um, so, or, oh, sorry. No, it's just, you hear like a, a chuckle. It's kind of like the rumbling of thunder mm -hmm. coming from Osho. It's like so this, uh, like in his head, he's like, you called me in for a job that required discretion. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm with Chad on this one. 100% Torch's X is my guess right now. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. Uh, now, is do we need to get this person's true name, or do they know a bunch of true names that you want us to res recover? They know the names. Okay, and we just want all of the true names they know. <laughs> oh, no, just two. Okay. Uh, and she gives you the names. Now, these are not the true names, but these are Calling the names, names. Of the characters. Uh, Carneros and Airtalk. What? Airtalk. E-R-R. T-O-K. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm usually one in it for all the profit I can get, but I think finding out that many true names would make me an enemy of quite a few people. Uh, I don't know what I would roll for this, but is there a way to identify these as, like, they sound like Feywild names or demon names yeah, absolutely. or whatever? Uh, roll, roll Arcana for me. Arcana is 11 question mark <laughs> uh you know what there's so much planning going into this uh and you're pretty sure that you met someone named carneros like last week well you could probably just go and talk to them about it okay yeah yeah all right i'll just make a mental note okay yeah amazing uh any further questions, or can I leave you to your devices? No? Uh, basic. How many guards? Standard compliment, higher than normal standard compliment. This person could kill everyone around them just by twitching a finger, therefore all the guard compliment. Right. This train is a bit mechanized. 
the things that you will most likely run into are machines. <clears throat> but those machines are quite good at their jobs. Uh, you all are from this area. <clears throat> you pretty much know what she is talking about. Um, God, if I can remember the names of these uh, monodrones. Uh, there's probably a lot of monodrones, perhaps even pentadrones. These are little mechanical creatures, uh, sometimes with one eye, sometimes with many eyes, uh, and they usually are programmed to a purpose and then carry out that purpose. Uh, so not so much in the way of people guards necessarily, but a lot of little mechanical guards. They do have an intelligence and they can be interacted with and spoken to. So it's not like you will just be massively attacked upon coming into this train car, but uh, maybe a little bit of a different threat than in, you know, typical fantasy, I suppose we'll say. Uh, but she does also say, however, once you get inside the jail car, that's a bit where my knowledge ends, so. Do, do you know whether the prohibition on teleportation applies within point to point inside the carriage or just inside to outside or outside to inside or all of the above? It is inside the entire carriage. I believe that it doesn't work. Uh, however, Oh, but I it doesn't do... extend to the rest of the train. It does. Uh. It is throughout the entire train. However, she does say, I do have reason to believe that there is a lever that will turn mm. this particular batch of safety off. Mm, I would suggest you not turn it off before finding your target, but... Oh, because they'll escape. All right. Is there any downside to helping them escape if they make an offer, once we have the names? I honestly don't care what you do with them as long as I get my information. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Torch stands, leaves the paper to you, and says, I'll let you get to work, and leaves you all for the night. Now, you have your information. You know that the train is coming tomorrow. This game is going to use a mechanic that I want to explain to you now because uh, I want this to inform what you are doing tonight. Uh, each of you will get two instances of flashback. And for the audience, what flashback is, is that if you are in a situation that is a bit sticky, that maybe uh, some prior planning would have helped you out of it, you can say, I'd like to activate my flashback and say that you prepared for it in a certain way. I will then flash the character back to when they prepared for that, and then we will roll to see how successful that preparation was. Uh, and hijinks will ensue. We'll have a lot of fun. But you have a night before this heist. You know your target, you know what you're going for, and you are now left at the table, the three of you, alone. Do you stay? Do you speak to each other? Do you leave and do your own thing? Yeah, well, maybe we should spend some time figuring out what needs to happen here. Mm, yes. Um... Tickets do seem like the easiest way to uh, not have to wade our way through all the drones to get to where we need to go. That's what I was better. thinking. How do we get a ticket? Find out who, what type of people might be getting on, where it's headed, who that might attract. 
we could go to the ticketing agency and look for records there. Um, or, you know, we, uh, we can't teleport into the train, but we could teleport above the train and drop down onto it. Hmm. All right. Let me check my spells. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just take a quick look at my spells. It's my favorite part of D&D. &D. Do I have dimensioned or dimensioned? Um, <laughs> the lever to disable the teleportation block mm -hmm. is something like that likely to be in the engine or the prisoner compartment or that seems like the least likely place for it to right, be. Right, right. <laughs> Just inches right next away. To his seat. <laughs> inches away so they know exactly what yeah. they can't have. Uh or I'm trying to determine how yeah, much I think uh Anrina would know about trains. It is an extra dimensional train. It is an extra dimensional train. I know train. something about extra dimensional travel. Mm-hmm. You do. Okay, I'm going to say you also have a spell jammer, which, you know, has some mechanical aspects to it. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's say you can roll this one as... I'll, I'll let you roll it with advantage for sure. Let me just decide exactly what you're rolling. Could I pitch history as an option? <laughs> you could. You could pitch it. <laughs> and um, watch it sail into the distance. <laughs> Good pitch. Um, yeah, let's go with history. Yes. Okay, with advantage. Mm -hmm. This is great. Um, oh, rude. Wow. Did you see that nat yeah. 20 slowly tip That's out of the way? That was uh, it's just a 17. Okay. That was rough. Uh, Very disrespectful. That's a good roll, though. And with that, I'm going to say that you actually know something here that Torch does not. Okay. And it's that in mechanics, in engineering, in building, you very rarely actually build just one instance of something. If you do, it's for something that you almost want to never be pressed. Uh, so, depending on how desperate they are to keep this teleportation off, or if there are situations where they maybe don't need teleportation, there may be several levers throughout the train, and even levers that control different parts of the train. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... There are places where, from your hunch, you get the idea that there's probably only one leather lever that controls the jail cell. Yeah. But as for maybe master levers or, like, some place that would control different parts of the train, that might be in different locations. Okay. Um, oh, did we say the prisoner compartment is right before the caboose? Uh, the prisoner compartment is right before the engine room. Oh, so mm. it's engine, prisoner compartment, some number of cars. Caboose. Caboose. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, flying onto the caboose would be another pretty painless option. Um, you've been doing crime for a long time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? I have the urchin background. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I'm just trying to make it as a musician. Just trying to make it in this crazy world. Me back in. Uh, why don't you give me a give me a wisdom, an insight check, and you can add your proficiency. 
Seven. Seven. <laughs> That's way more than five. <laughs> it's more than five. Uh, even with this low roll, I will give you a little something because this is something that you are kind of like, you've been doing this for so long that this comes to you naturally, even with a bad roll. It just won't give you as much information. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anrina says that, and the immediate thought that comes into your head is, yeah. If there's more than three cars on the train, like assuming that it's not just caboose, jail, engine. The place where things that are guarded are the least guarded is usually where they are the least worried about what is in it. So the caboose, if it's the furthest away, seems like it'll be the least guarded. Mm. Yes, that is what I said to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so your recommendation is to gain entry via the caboose. Yes, we could go in the back door. I see. <laughs> Excellent. No show. I believe I made my preferences clear that if we have at least ticketed access to the train itself, then we pass the first multiple levels of security and have a... Um, we can move freely about the train if we have tickets. Exactly. Because who knows what sort of security they have. If, if as we're walking through, there are people and you have to either show someone your ticket or place it in a slot. We don't know where. And I actually have an excellent way that we can do that. Oh, great. All you need to do is talk to people. Mm. No. <laughs> Um, all Osho needs to do is talk to people. Wait, hold on. I'm going to wreck on that. And Rena doesn't know that she's bad at talking right. to yeah, people. Yeah, Because she likes people. Yes. Like, she loves visiting and traveling and, like, this is great. Mm-hmm. I'm so strange. <laughs> if you talk to people, I can get us tickets. Okay. They won't have them anymore. But that sounds like a them problem, not an us problem. And they don't want to be on this train anyway because the, who knows what sort of hijinks are going to go down. The, that's right. They'll be safer at home. That's actually very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you know, and having tickets is good because we don't know what might be on offer at the dining car, and I doubt they would serve us without tickets. So. Mm. That's so real. That is true, and I am going to need a drink mid-heist, so. Shaken, not stirred. Yeah. And maybe a can of hay. Which is what I was like. You know, it's not super obvious unless you spend a lot of time with him, I think. But he has completely tuned you out in a way that, like, is, like, no longer talking about anything important. That's good. Um, That's fair. Amazing. Uh, so the plan is to get tickets. How how do you... Uh, well, here's what I suggest. We, yes, we get all gussied up, like we're supposed to belong on this train. So we can go buy new outfits shopping episode mm-hmm. and um and i can press to digitate all of us and just take care of some of this frizz that's happening it's it's a lot um and then uh, <laughs> i am wonderful just the way i am oh of course you are but to get <laughs> on this train there might be some upper class type people who are just a little tidier you know stuck up people we do have to make an attempt to blend in. 
fine. Temporarily. And then we get onto the platform. You talk to people. I get us tickets. Then we get on the train. Then we have to... The thing that I'm worried about is how do we convince this person to give us true names of, of creatures? Because that's... I think we could Not offer a small ass. We could offer their extrication. Well, that's a good plan. Yeah. If we're if we've gotten in, we can escape. Um, can't be that difficult to break them out. Yes. These little robotos. What are they called? Modrons. 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 Yeah. Um, Monodrone is the name of a uh, a D and D thing that does all the moderation for me. Oh. <laughs> modeled after a Modron. That's very so. cute. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Um, I, I know what you meant. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're watching over things, but I think we can expect a little more security in the jail car. I'm very curious as to who is taking care of personal security. I mean, the Modrons are capable of some amount of force. But it's just not that difficult to deal with. Yeah. The more we sneak around, the better, I suppose. <laughs> what what goes through Anna's head at sneak around? I, I saw a little. Um, it's just. <laughs> I got a little. Why? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's the. The root of it, and she can sneak too. Sure. It's not like she's a paladin or something, but right? Like, just like, uh, why? yeah, <laughs> like you sneak when you're in danger, right? Or when you're not supposed to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. And like, this is like very medium as far as she could tell so far. So, it, it, we sneak until we have to punch things in the face. It's fine. Mm. I suppose the sneaking's a lot easier, too, if you have something for everyone to look at while you're making your way past. They do play the violin. And quite well. Oh, well. Thank you. I mean, I still think you should take up the pan flute like we spoke about that time, but... Oh, um, so boring. It's... He tried. It was very high-pitched. Please don't suggest it again. It needs practice. High pitch. Practice, practice, practice. She, uh, he, he, he took it, smashed it, threw it overboard. Mm. And I can't say I blame him. Well, so high pitched. We just have to give it a couple hundred years, and you'll get it. It mm. takes time. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> There have to be a basier options. <laughs> <laughs> just a pan flute that's just Whoa. huge. Oh, a didgeridoo. Yeah, there. <laughs> pan flute made of many, many didgeridoos. Yeah. Uh, all right. Y'all are getting gussied up. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. I mean, by gussied up, I mean disguise self. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Gussies through disguise self. Uh, how are you gussying? Um, Actually, I should check off a spell, huh? 
You I don't just, have to check it off. Yet, I just need something oh, okay. pretty to wear. Okay. All right. Do you want to go get something pretty? I'm, I think I'm going to have to, and I think Osho's, I'm going to pressure into coming with me. Mm-hmm. Don't oh. worry. I can I can take this and zhuzh it up. I can also just disguise myself. That's no fun, and you don't have anything to wear, and I have to go alone, and then I don't... Come on. <laughs> For me. Let uh, me dress you. Fine. Yay. Um, I'm not paying for anything. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That person was whoever they were. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> ching, ching, ching. Oh, do you want to steal from a passerby? <laughs> Just, yes. Just a quick pickpocketing. Just a quick sleight of hand. Oh, 23. Oh, is that all? Oh, you know, so casual. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see how much gold you get off this person. 72. 72. <laughs> The weird thing is, it's an eight-year-old urchin. <laughs> that was a child. <laughs> Amazing. I know what you've like, done, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know how you've got this gold. <laughs> you've actually got like, like a hit out on you <laughs> from the thieves' guild. I like the idea that I have a a, a, a rivalry with an eight-year-old street urchin, <laughs> Derek. Yeah. The rivalry is that Derek's just really good <laughs> so at like, good. getting gold and running heists and doing little grifts, and then you just take the money from Derek. <laughs> oh, amazing. Because I hate him because he's too good. He's too good. Once he gets to your age, he's going to be a genius, and we can't have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I realize I don't have disguise self. Oh, no. I have alter self, and I'm not willing to blow a second level spell on this. So. I mean, all <laughs> we'll right. Just, we'll just get dressed. Everybody goes shopping. Only lasts an hour anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very fair. Uh, you and you all will get the chance to have a long rest after doing this uh, before you go on the train, but you head to the North Edge Quarter. And the winding route, which is a marketplace full of artisan goods and fine clothing. Emphasis on the fine. You enter and this is a building that has been, maybe it once was a tower that had several floors to it. Mm. uh, But now all of those floors have been hollowed out so that it can be a winding spiral of just products on products on products. And uh, there are it's these. A loft. Have, yes. have you seen any of the the malls in Tokyo? No. There, the, there are these like buildings that you walk into, and it's like the escalator just goes, just doubles yes. back for like floors and floors and floors, and it's almost exactly yeah. like that. Except instead of escalators, they are just these platforms that, with the help of an attendant who uh, sees that you are looking to buy, will escort you onto a platform and take you through all of the uh, fine clothing and other things that you may purvey from them. Uh, And you see a particular attendant who is dressed, honestly, looks like if a court jester went to fashion week, I think is the (laughs) best way to describe it. Um, It is clown core, but it is somehow fashion. Like clown, clown, you know? Clown. Clown, darling. Clown via Harlequin. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, and actually, uh, she she pops a piece of gum in her mouth and she goes, Hey, how can I help you? 
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the winding roads. Oh, thank you, darling. We're we're looking for something for a train ride, but you know, oh, train ride chic. A fancy train ride, or mm-hmm. like a train ride where you're trying to be like very. I'm one of you. I'm one of you. Okay, and she takes you onto a platform and shows you um, very high end. Uh, random clothing that is like what you would see on the street. So like it's made of the most fancy stuff imaginable, but it's like baseball caps and uh, <laughs> And you understand that she thought that you meant that you were just gonna like ride a regular train and you wanted to look like a regular guy. Oh, no, no, no. This will be 300 golds. Um, we're looking for something a little more fancy. Oh, so like one of those trains that you donate money to and then you eat in their cars. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm thinking okay. something blue on this one, don't you think? Something blue, like a nice cut, something that like yes. th- there's this V happening here and you just don't lean into it. Right. Well, you know, I like to make, here's my thing, is I like to make people shine, okay? Mm. And so I want to find something that is good for them, but makes them feel as good on the inside as they look on the outside. You understand? So Mm. I see some blue. I see some, um, I see maybe a hat because you've got that amazing height and you could just like bring it up even further if you wanted. Uh, I mean, I don't want to have to duck to go through. How big are you? I mean, I'm medium size, but I am like, it is that. The top end of like, that's under seven feet tall. (laughs) Technicality. Technically medium. Yeah. Uh, And she takes you through the platform to uh, fancy train clothes and gets you all outfitted as you would so like. Uh, What do you think each of your outfits look like as you, uh, 2000s montage come out of the dressing room? I've never played an elf before. Oh, I, are D and D elves tall? They're average. They can be like I have an elf that's six feet tall. It's fine. You can have an elf that's four foot six. It's okay. It's basically. Uh, I mean, five foot six is indescribably small. So can't do that. Just, just ridiculously short. <laughs> microscopic. Um, <laughs> I'm so offended. <laughs> the splash damage there on yeah, the show was, yeah. was probably... Yeah, sorry. Um, We're just talking funny about because I am yeah. L.A. tall, but Minneapolis short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I um, have a giant amongst women in my family. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, okay, so... Right, okay, sorry. I started to derail everything. Are I just trying? realized like I've never played an elf in D&D. Technically the... descended from the Eladrin. I I play type. a lot of elves. Welcome to the club. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Um, didn't mean to derail everything. That's so sweet. What do you look like, though? What's oh, your outfit? Um, something that's fairly easy to move in. I mm-hmm. think like a flowy... Is Palazzo pant what I'm thinking of? Oh yeah, like the mm-hmm. wide leg pants yeah. that um yeah. Yeah, something that kind of looks like a skirt. It's not a skirt, but yeah. you know. Uh you know, Oh, really... something some like shiv kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Succession. You know? Yes, yeah, exactly. Right. Like, oh, that. I was... like like flowy. Oh yeah, yeah. I know shiv not from shiv, succession. Yeah. But yeah. Uh Siobhan. Siobhan, yes. <laughs> um yeah, so something like 
fairly flowy. It also doesn't look out of place with a rapier. Mm-hmm. I should probably carry it on her back for that. Like, um, yeah, I, you know, some not, uh, well, probably no sleeves, actually. No sleeves. Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, just sun's out, guns out, kind of blousey. Those wizard guns. Get yeah. them out. She's got a tendon strength. Hey. More like, like slingshots. This, I like this idea that, like, I have this because I was watching a bunch of stuff on Instagram before I came over here. Um, there are these pants called dhotis in Indian culture. They're mm-hmm. like long strips of fabric that you wrap around to make pants. Oh, yeah. oh. And they end up very pleated, very like intricate looking mm. that you have taken a rectangular piece of fabric and made. Right? Yeah, okay. Um, and and so they're very flowy, like up at the top, but then they they oh, okay. cinch down towards your ankles. Oh nice. yeah, I think I've oh. seen those. Yeah, yeah, I'm almost like uh, uh kind of yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you have one that's like a made it's, like oh, sewn in near the like what I would have said is Aladdin pants, which is probably not the right word, but that's what I'm picturing. But yeah, it's like um, so. If you get a pair that's oh. like sewn in, they kind of look like this. But then the other thing that like traditionally what people do is they take a piece of fabric and they make it into that shape and it ends up looking a lot more organic and like fancy. Sure. In my mind. Um, because you've you've like magicked yourself into some pants. Oh <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love that that's, so much. I, I, I would love it if that was part of it. So you know, like that just that it's easy to move in, it's mm-hmm. she's a dancer, she's you know. Um, can't let a lot of clothing get in the way of yeah. spinning blades. Yeah, being able to <laughs> no curly toes. Mm-hmm. No, no, mm. none of that. Um, yeah, like whatever footwear can get away with just short of being barefoot. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like the 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 toe shoe. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like really nice flats Amazing. that are um, yeah that kind of thing. Probably a lot of uh, purples. Ooh, I like purples. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And uh, what is Usha wearing? What have you, but man? <laughs> it's a very well-fitted, like, um, uh, long doublet sort of situation. So it's kind of fitted up top, some, like, brocade, but also has, like, tie-on sleeves that we're going to fix up so that when the shit goes down, you can just rip them off. <laughs> I love tearaway clothing. Yes. Mm-hmm. All of the above. How I mean, feeling? all clothing and... is tearaway if you believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> My strength is 10 at most. I can't tear away anything. Unless it's got like a little slit in it. Yeah, exactly. Could, yeah. Um, <laughs> Strategic clips. Yes, yes. <laughs> Just imagining you in this thing that comes up like this and it's kind of crushing you at your neck and you've got a stupid hat on. You're like, no, so miserable. Is this fashion? <laughs> this is so fashion. Like, you know, this is the greatest outfit. And uh, hang on a second. And I just like unbutton down and like kind of pull it open. And I'm like, okay, no, not the hat. Oh, that's better. I don't know how you make this look like that. <laughs> <laughs> it looks different on the mannequin. <laughs> oh my god, I'm living for like catty. <laughs> very catty. And it is, it's very like 
despite the fact that it was advertised as like, oh, this is our loose fitting, you know, da 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 da. Busting. And it's like, the seams are, are showing some strain already. <laughs> Those poor seams doing everything they can. They're doing all they can. Mm. But Pike, what are you wearing? <laughs> Me? Oh, I've got like a really nice, like white doublet that's kind of, uh, it's got some, um, Quilting up top, like straight down, and these like black lines with scallops on the bottom, mm. and it like uh, goes all the way up to about my sternum, and then it kind of comes open into the collar behind me. It's got a little That's bit of gold and some metal, and then you know like um, I think black kind of velvet pants mm -hmm. with tall boots, like musketeer boots, and um, and then I get some new stuff for my rapier. Um, and I'm going to try to uh, tell them to bill it to torch. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I know torch. Uh, she she likes to come in and get some. Uh, well, we gossip, you know, we talk about what's going on oh, really? at the North she Edge. She and I are yeah. best friends. What else does she say to you? Oh, you best friends, are you? And uh, go ahead and roll a persuasion check for me. <laughs> I think that's an 18. 18? Yep, 18. Mm. Oh, well, you know, Torch, she just loves to talk about all of the stuff that, uh, you know, is going on in Dura, and I don't get down to Dura very much. So I like to hear all about everything that happens. And, you know, everything that happens up on... Uh, the above places. Sometimes they even know things about that. And that's pretty spicy, you know, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Anything specific? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love I love when a persuasion check is successful and still. <laughs> still bad. Still. Oh my god, did you hear about Derek? What about Derek? <laughs> Derek the Noble. Oh. No? Yeah, Derek Darrington of the Darrington family. <laughs> um, tell me the gossip, darling. Well, I heard that a week ago he was seen on the Central Plateau wearing vintage. Oh. Now, is that embarrassing or is that embarrassing? Is it embarrassing or is it coming back? Now I don't know. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> was it like a tunic? It was like... Chainmail. Don't tell me he was wearing chainmail. It had buttons. Oh. oh. <laughs> not even clasps? No. They were just buttons and they weren't even the same buttons. They were like three different kinds of buttons. Oh, dear God, he's fallen on hard times. Yeah, it was very embarrassing. Anyway, charge it to Torch's card? Yes, if you would, that'd be lovely. All right. Uh, and she charges it to Torch's account. Uh, I love that means an index card yes. that they have in a yeah, drawer. exactly. <laughs> and, just, and just tell her it's from Derek, the eight-year-old. I mean... <laughs> Who? <laughs> I I imagine I would know who Derek is, Maya. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but you... now, would could this Derek be the same Derek? Wait, I do need you really quickly. I need you to roll. 
a persuasion check to put down Derek the eight-year-old when you are clearly <laughs> not eight years old. <laughs> well, I, I I imagine I would actually know Derek's mm-hmm. more it's a than title. Just, it's, a, yes. it's an honorific. It's more like than the a, Darrington family. Yeah, yeah. Twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> you look terrible. <laughs> smoking, darling. Smoking and whiskey. Don't do it when you're five. Don't start. My God, what is this city coming to? And puts down the bill to Derek. Uh, Derek the eight-year-old. Derek the eight-year-old. In quotes. It's just like, you know how mobsters have a nickname like Nicky No Nose, but Nicky actually has a nose. Right. Yeah, I. Started oh, out no, at a young age. Did you hear age. Nicky lost his nose? Oh no! Now he's Nicky No Nose for real. He's right, nose. and then just a bunch of gossip <laughs> for like many hours. Um, and at some point, you end up dragging Pike out from. Uh, this I mean, there's a fair amount of like, uh, Inrina is like watching the tennis match. Yeah. Right? Like this is fascinating. <laughs> a thing that she can't do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like. Just amazing. Just absorbing this whole show. <laughs> and, and on our way out, we're like, you're only eight? <laughs> Bully. Bull grips. <laughs> so good. The well, elves here work differently. That's true. Yes. Age is a strange thing in D&D. You never know. We come out like. fully realized. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. You all have a long rest. Uh, you can, uh, wizard, switch out some spells if you mm. would like to, but there you are under no obligation to do so. This is a one shot. Um, yeah, let me just take a glance through here. Yes, I, wizard. Starting as a level eight wizard was, I don't know, the best choice in the world, but mm-hmm. um, you That's know, here right. we are. As you do that, I do have to ask, or unless you had something you would like to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, while he does that, uh, because I never decided on my magic items. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you go ahead and decide on your magic items then, and I'm going to turn my watchful eye to Pike. Ooh. Pike, for this long rest, where do you go home to? I am. I have a feeling that I was pulling a grift, working at some ver- somewhere very nice, mm-hmm. and. Um, Taking a lot of money from a patron, mm-hmm. and mm, things happened, and I was kicked out of there. Um, you know what I'm doing? So I go, well, I have to go home, get my beauty rest. Good night, everybody. And I go out, and I look for an empty place. Mm. Now, are you looking for an empty place in a better part of the city or a not as good part of the city Hmm. the dc is gonna be a little different compared yeah i think in a not so good part of the city Mm because as much as i would love a feather bed tonight um there's always more security yeah in those areas you you head back to the area where platforms edges you head back to lower jura and um there's a lot of places to sleep here that are uh, pretty much vacant. Um, even if they maybe there's a lot of places that you can go that maybe it's not free, but it's not very expensive to go stay there. Um, just by nature of uh, this is criminals and people low on their luck that live here, mm. and um, you find a place pretty easily. There's not really a DC for this. Uh, you find a place to sleep. It is not comfortable, but you sleep there for the night. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, how are we doing on our spell slots? But I like take off all of these clothes and make sure like I like wipe down with my old shirt, mm-hmm. like the wall where I'm going to have to hang them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> make yeah. sure it's not all dirty and Amazing. take very good care of everything else. It is all wonderfully held up in this uh, back office of a warehouse that once had business in it, but no longer does. Uh, and despite the dirt on the floors, your things stay clean as you sleep for the night. And I imagine that you, Anrina, are going back to your spell jammer. Yes. Yeah, that's where I sleep. And uh, after you return to your respective homes, uh, a place, in a <laughs> warehouse. Your spell jammer, Osho. Excuse me, my very regular boat. Your regular boat. <laughs> your normal boat. Yes. <laughs> your absolutely, totally normal boat. Um, I have like a a weirdly large place, like for Shard. Like mm-hmm. I should not be able to afford to rent this yeah. place, but because it is in such an undesirable location for most people. <laughs> Being on the bad side of town, on the dirty beach. <laughs> right, right. No one wants to be on the water. That's a dirty beach. Uh-huh. Dirty, um, dirty beach. Dirty beach. And that suits me just fine. <laughs> Amazing. But inside, it's very like um, a little like bare as you go through what should be like the living room area or the den, and then like get into the bedroom. <laughs> And it is like to the nines. That's so cute. Yeah, nice. It's like I love that. No one comes here. I also <laughs> love stories. I love stories of druids who like wild shape to like curl up and be cozy when they sleep. Yes. Like... <laughs> little bear, little bear in their den. I love it so much. Uh, you all have your rest. You prepare as you feel you should or need to, and meet back up on the train platform. About 30 minutes, we'll say, before it's due to come into the station. I would like you all, as uh, you step up onto this platform, it is <clears throat> at a more well-to-do area of the city. And so it is full of people who are dressed very similarly to how you all are milling about, uh, waiting for their trains. Most of them are not getting on this train that's coming. They're getting on the regular trains that come through. But... I would like you all to make a perception check for me, and I will reveal to you what it is for. Ooh. I, I just realized I should have asked, do, do our outfits fit over my like studded leather Zephyr armor, or is that not a thing? I don't know how this works. Um, I think they do, but it's like a little conspicuous, yeah. you know? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what to do about that because without my armor, I'm. You do not have to take it off. Very bad. I'm gonna say right now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you take it off. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Twenty-five, fourteen, seventeen. Let's start with the fourteen. Um. It's daytime. <laughs> it's day. Oh, fourteen's pretty good. Um, you, you take a look around the station and you, I think what shoots you a little bit in the foot here is that you have only been here for six months and there are certain things that are just difficult for you to pin down, even as a planar traveler, because 
you, and I'll tell you all what you're looking for now, are used to seeing people who look extra planar. Right. So your eyes just kind of glaze over anyone who looks like you're like, oh, that's that's not someone who's normally in Sharn. Like, no, that's that's a dude. You've seen that dude a million times before. You're not going to really. But you do notice that the ticket taker or the ticket master, one of them looks a little more harried than normal Mm. is what I'll say. That's what you get from looking at the situation. Okay. Uh, For the 17. Uh, you spot a person who is standing at the platform that you assume the train is going to come in, and they do look a little bit different than the people who normally uh, get in and go in and out of this platform. And they look a little different because their clothing seems to shimmer and shift as the light hits it. And this is not something that you can really get in Sharn. Even at the upper levels, this seems to be clothing that is phasing in and out of its own dimension. And immediately you look at that and you go, that's some planar shit. And <laughs> you get the idea that that is a person. Uh, you also do notice the Ticketmaster and uh, you see that they are looking at something and they are not taking people. So there's a line that is kind of filling up behind them that they are absolutely ignoring. You get a little bit more from that. An inordinate line backed up, unable to get things from Ticketmaster? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Everyone's lined up. Nobody's bought a ticket yet, and yet they're sold out. Yeah. How strange. Crazy. How strange. And... It's breaking my immersion. The 25 show. You... Your eyes are almost drawn without even trying to a group of people, four or five people, who are all beautiful. And that's kind of what draws your eye to them, is that they are so, so beautiful. But every time you try to look at their face, your eyes shift off of them. Like, hmm. You are absolutely convinced that this is one of the most beautiful people you've ever seen in your life. That this is the most beautiful group of people you've ever seen in your life. But you cannot get a close look at them. And something just pings in your understanding that there's something going on there. And these are probably the type of people who would get on the train that you're trying to heist. So... That is what you all see with your perception checks. Uh, There are so many people here flowing around you almost in a river, and it seems that anything that you would want to get done is going to be aided by the fact that this is a very busy train station, unless you're trying to talk to that very stressed out Ticketmaster, in which it might be not to your favor, but instead to your detriment. I think maybe the clothes were... Not the, the best right, idea ever. Not the right track to take. If those people no, are any indication of what it's actually going to be like on that train. Out of character, I might have missed something. Are the the beautiful people not dressed fancy? They are, but like also they have this like they are the most beautiful people you've ever seen, right, okay. and you can't actually see what their faces Got look it. like. Yes, yeah. And it's like, hmm. This is a level beyond mm-hmm. what we have prepared for in yeah. my mind. To note, the person that you have noticed, you can see their face. Okay. Uh, it, they are a... They're a tiefling. Mm. Um, and they have this very uh, rich green skin. And uh, they just have very fancy clothes. But 
also a group of people who are terrifying in their unobservableness. <laughs> yeah. So I should learn that trick. It would be very helpful. Mm. Mm. Uh, does this, I assume when it's pointed out to me, this like unobservable people, is mm -hmm. that something that looks familiar at all or is it um... yeah yeah absolutely um you you take a look at these people and i want you to roll your arcana for me sure oh thank you <laughs> 19 19 yeah almost a nine but a 19 <laughs> you and i want you to keep in mind now that i am not a person of alignment Okay, mm. so just because I tell you that someone is something does not mean that they are good or evil. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think everyone at Happy Yeah, Nights we're all like here. Pretty loose and goosey about, like, that. yeah. Um, you look at these people and you realize that the reason that the gaze is sliding off, that it's kind of difficult to tell, is that they do not currently look like what they actually look like. And that this is an extra planar effect that they have taken on themselves uh, -huh. uh you look you just try to look a little closer and then you recall back your extra planar experience and you fix your eyes just to the right of one of them uh-huh so that you're just getting them from the peripheral right and you realize that you are looking at a family of star spawn oh little little worm conglomerate creatures that uh, form their own entity it's okay and if I Google a picture of that? Absolutely, I, I you don't can. know what that is, but it sounds awesome. Um, just relax your eyes. This doesn't yeah. work for me. <laughs> yeah, just look at it from the side. Just look at it from the um, side. You have to say, like, magic eye pictures worked oh, for right. me as a kid because mm -hmm. um, I was like super nearsighted. Yeah. Um, but once I got LASIK, I couldn't do it anymore. Oh, that's so interesting. Huh. Wow. Okay, I'm trying to get LASIK too. I wonder if I'll be able to do it after that. Uh, uh, I've gra grabbed a picture that I can uh, turn my computer around and show to the group. Just <laughs> so that you can get a nice little yeah, idea. Yeah, do you have one in particular like. that you like? Yeah. <gasps> Come on, baby. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that's spawn. Cool. Okay, so there's, there's, they got a lot of worms in them. Worms? Oh They're full of worms? They're full of worms. Is that true? Yeah. I don't know if you're exaggerating or no, not. No, no, no. Okay. They're, they're beings. Uh, see, this is actually, if you look closer at this picture, they are um, a creature that has one consciousness, but is a bunch of worms. A swarm. So All rather than like together and they three kobolds in a trench coat, they're 30 million. Thousands of worms yeah, okay. in, a, in a tunic. Yeah. <laughs> Thousands of worms in Got a robe. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, do we have any historical dealings with Star Spawn? Um, mm. Anything like that? I, I think, Your group or well, like we, the royal we. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Star Spawn are not a group of people that you often see here in okay. Sharn. Um, you get the idea that they may have come here for a very particular purpose. That purpose has been taken care of, and now they are going home. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, so this could be actually heading back out to the Astral Sea. Oh, boy. Okay. You're hooked your very perfectly normal ship up to this train. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know that we have time to go and get it. Um, <laughs> this is complicated. Okay. Mm. Um, so I give them a brief rundown. I, I think I just mentioned, oh, yeah, those are star spawn. If you look out the corner of your eye, you should be able to see. I don't think I think to mention that they're f- full of worms. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, let me see. Oh, God! Because <laughs> even if you could see through the illusion, they don't look like a pile of worms, right? They're, they, It's it's hard. It's it's yes and no. Okay, cool. Um, like... Because they have clothing on. Yes. So, you know, like, and they usually wear masks to simulate, yeah. like, a face. Uh, but they, the hands look... They okay. undulate. They undulate quite yes. interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Elbows are kind of a suggestion. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I came across these in a game that I watched a long time ago, and I fell in love with them. Ah, as yeah, and that's I was cool. like, I, I don't like that they're evil. I think they're nice. <laughs> I think they're good. <laughs> I think they're adorable. Yes. Got Worms it. get a bad rap in general. Mm-hmm. They perform vital. Uh, yeah. Vital. Worm jobs and functions. the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good with that. Um, okay. So. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, it's just worth knowing that these are extra planar beings who may have their own agenda. Um, it may have nothing to do with what we're about, but if it does intersect, uh, that could be a formidable problem. Mm-hmm. And did you say they looked like a family? Sort of, in the sense, of, mm. in the way that star spawn make families. Sure, maybe. I mean, it's about the found family. <laughs> oh, here's I found some. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe they were just here to go to the amusement park or something. I don't. Know. If hmm, this is interesting because we have talked about the Feywild, and if the strain is going to a different plane rather than the Feywild. Right. Um. Then it might be worth keeping open the idea that the stranger is of uh, their plane rather than... That could be, but they'd be very difficult to hold prisoner. They're... Difficult to hold prisoner. Um, you all know that these people exist and that they all probably have a ticket onto the train. Mm. There are other methods to get tickets, but. I'm very curious about this ticket master. This unhappy looking fellow in the booth? Maybe he needs some help. And I <laughs> scamper off. <laughs> Amazing. You head towards the Ticketmaster's booth? Mm-hmm. Okay. There is a line of about 30 people, uh, and you see that they are now, like, the one at the front looks like an annoying type of person and mm. has started, like, tapping on the glass as this Ticketmaster is trying his valiant best to ignore this person. Uh, besides that, there is a door that leads into the Ticketmaster booth. It is locked. Mm. Let's see. I think I'm going to go up to the front and just be like, no, 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 don't do that. No, here, excuse me, excuse me. What? Mm. Uh, hi. Excuse you. No, you. Hang on. I'm going to, I'm here to help. Um, uh, hi. Hello. Are you uh, okay? 
Did you need some help? You can wait your turn when I am done with working on what I am working on. Oh, I'm not in line. You just looked like that. You look very annoyed. Um, is this uh, the the door with the lock? Yeah. Is maybe around the other side of what's happening here? Yes. So if I were to maybe wander over to that side of the booth, yeah. I wouldn't be an immediate view. Probably not. Not by this person, at least. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd like to make my way. Okay. You make there. your way that way. Uh, Ospo, uh, I will you? post myself on the corner as a very not obtrusive guard to <laughs> what is happening here. Or um, if I need to, you know, that person is very annoying. Yes. Yes, they are very annoying. Um, <laughs> does picking a lock break invisibility? I don't know. I don't think so. I know it's make it's an attack. Attack, cast a spell. But I thought use an item was on the I'm list. pretty sure that's only Baldur's Gate. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and looking up a rule. The, the number of times I have cast invisibility and then Misty Step in Baldur's Gate mm-hmm. is embarrassing. Like one time, one time is like, oh yeah, oops, I cast a spell after doing invisibility. That's on me. Yeah, attacks or casts a spell. Okay. You uh, can use an item. All right. Uh, I did wall of stone, blew everything on that, and then was like, oh, and also another concentration spell. Oh, I've done that so many, many times. times. Bad. It needs a little warning of like, you're already concentrating on something. Are you sure? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have heard, but I just have been really busy, so I have not played. Mm-hmm. Um, but the I've heard that like for people who don't know D&D already, and D&D 5e specifically, the learning curve can be kind of rough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot of, I actually think in some ways D&D is like, chiller than Baldur's Gate, and in other ways, not as chill. So it's mm-hmm. hard to balance between those. Uh, but you're you're posted up by the corner. Mm-hmm. You're sneaking around to the back. You are talking to this harried ticket master who uh, looks annoyed at you. Why don't you go ahead and make me an insight check or an investigation check? Mm. Your choice. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Investigation it is. Hell yeah. Nine. You try to look down at what he is working on, and he flips it over and covers it before you get a chance to get a good look. Uh, and he says... Hisses at you like somebody taking the SAT. <laughs> oh. <laughs> People taking the SATs? Hissing? He's trying to get his GED, and you're bothering him! Uh, but no. He says, uh, yes, I am very annoyed. Yeah. I was just wondering if maybe you needed some help with something. And what kind of, are you like a conductor? Are you an engineer? Do you work for mm-hmm. the for the company? Like why, why are you here to help me? There's just a lot of people standing in line. So you're just a guy. Look, I have a lot of time to kill here and I'm kind of bored, honestly. And you looked like you were well, that. What and... do you want? Hmm? Nothing. Just trying to help. Uh, roll a deception check, Rudy. Uh, and while you were rolling that deception check, why don't you go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand check? Yeah. See if you can get in that door. Um. Okay. So n- this does not already have my 
proficiency built in because I used my elf ability <clears throat> to become proficient in these mm, tools. Okay. So can I add that in after I roll? Yes. Okay. So just for 23. Tips. 23. What, what's our proficiency bonus right now? Three. Three. Three? Okay, so 14. 14. Okay. 14 to pick the lock. 23 to uh, convince this harried ticket master that your intentions are nothing but pure. Uh, and he narrows his eyes at you for an intensely long time and then says fine flips the paper over and says my new boss says that we have to sell tickets as much as we can which overbooks the trains and then when the trains get overbooked all of these people can't get on the trains and then they're mad at me they're mad at me and what am I supposed to do about that? And he shows you the paper and it just like has all of these people who have bought tickets for the trains and do not have seats. Hmm. Well, that's not fair. And your boss is a dick. Yeah. Yeah, he is a dick. Uh, and you are, I think this is a sufficient distraction uh-huh. uh, for um, uh, Anrina. You are able to pick the lock and... Okay. Uh, Going inside will require a stealth check, but the DC has been lowered by the fact that uh, the Ticketmaster is being distracted. Okay. Talking about his woes to uh, Pike. Mm -hmm. Can I do a quick, long rest? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm just going to have to go raw stealth, Mm -hmm. um, untrained. Uh, I mean, I would consider that this is the help action here, mm-hmm. so you can make the roll with advantage. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I accept this help. I'm like turning around like, did you hear that, everyone? His boss is selling you all tickets that he knows, so there's no reason to be mad at him. Let's... <laughs> uh, everyone's like, we can't get on the trains? <laughs> no, of course you can. Unfortunately... Uh, 11 is the best I could do with advantage. Uh, Amazing. So, as I'm trying to I'm ease open riot, the door. So. And, yeah. Uh, Osho, you are posted up at this corner. You're keeping an eye on everything. You see that a frenzy is kind of being stirred up on Pike's side, but on Anrena's side, uh, there might be a problem brewing as she um, opens the door a little too forcefully and starts to like stumble inside. Is there anything you would like I to do? I thought it was a pole. <laughs> <laughs> um, my God. <laughs> I think um, I'm going to try to catch her. Mm, mm-hmm. So I grab my belt. Yeah, so basically. Like, like. Pl- plunging in. Yeah, go for a uh, maybe an acrobatics check to catch or an athletics, either one. Athletics. So sure. An 11. An 11. Okay. Because it's just plus your bonus that's in this. Yes, fine. Sure, sure. Uh, You catch uh, Anrena right as she is about to fall, but it's not quite fast enough as your hand is like, whoa, and reaches forward and knocks something off of a file cabinet, and it clangs to the floor, and you see as this ticket master starts to go, what the hell? I slam my hand down on the uh, on the thing, and I say, "We need to get your boss down here right now." <laughs> <laughs> He's not here. Leave people. 
You have been mistreated for the last time! <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check. Oh my god, amazing. Um, and for chat, I didn't actually cast invisibility. I was asking about it. Just wanted um, to know. Yeah. Mm. And I realize I only have greater invis, not mm. the regular one. And mm -hmm. I don't know if this is a fourth level spell sure. slot situation. <laughs> sure. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, I think what happens is you're trying to whip the crowd up into a frenzy. This Ticketmaster is like, you're on his side, but he's harried even more. And in the midst of that, um, this other person who you cut in front of, uh, who will say her name is Kieran. Um, she... Oh, freaking Kieran. God damn it. <laughs> Hate a Kieran. Uh, we know her. Goes forward, like kind of scooches in between the two of you and says, I had a place here and I deserve to have my place honored. I want to get on the train. And you have a round. K Karen spelled K-A-R-E-N. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you have a round to do what you need to do before you are noticed. Um, I, I wouldn't be able to like cast Mage Hand and do something with it, right? It's the action to cast. It usually takes an action to cast, but you can cast the mage hand and move out of the location and then use it yeah. at another time if your mage hand is not noticed. Yeah, okay. So that's that's what I want to do is kind of just like s s like use this little opening in the door to see a good spot to like hide the mage hand mm -hmm. and let the door close and then like figure out where I and then go around the other side so I could see like yeah, what I want right the mage hand around. to do. Uh -huh. I'm realizing now I could have just cast mage hand through the window. No, that'd be too easy. <laughs> I thought I was going to be able to sneak in there. Yeah. About. yeah, yeah, my plan has changed. Uh, okay, so yeah, I would like to cast Mage Hand, like tuck it under the, uh -huh. the counter, yeah. and then, you know, get away from the door before Amazing. I cause a problem. You do this, and uh, the Ticketmaster fully looks back, sees that there's... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give him a perception check. Sees that there's nothing there <laughs> and uh, turns back to try to handle this riot that is growing in front at the plane, at the plane station, the train station. Mm -hmm. uh, and you may now make an investigation check as you make your way back around next to Pike, who uh, is rallying the troops. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'm, I'm rummaging. I'm mm -hmm. rummaging for tickets. Yes. Um, investigation. Where'd you go? It's alphabetical. There it is. Got it. We're good, everybody. Mm -hmm. 18. 18. Where was that on the stealth roll? <laughs> Not here. Amazing. Uh, you find them. Not oh. the tickets, but you find a uh, printer that creates the tickets. Uh-huh. Uh, and you know that if you... Um, you look down at the tray mm -hmm. where the tickets get printed out, and you see that the last printed thing was, in fact, a different-looking ticket than you have ever seen for the city of Sharn. You could probably assume. However, pressing this button is going to make a noise. Mm -hmm. So, because I like chaos, <laughs> what you all need to do now is successfully whip this 
disturbance up into a loud enough situation sure. that the sound of printing is not heard. I want to know what each of you are we doing. We want our seats. Yeah. We and, want and our seats. And Rinda was like, I also have not received my ticket. <laughs> like, way too hammy, you know, like, how, yes. that's what he does. I've seen yeah. him do it. I could do it. do it. Yeah. Um, I am going to use my druidcraft to create a, like, the like a, a noxious kind of smell. Yeah. In the area centered around the Kirin. Amazing. I knew I should have taken thaumaturgy. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, you, you start uh, chanting, we want our seats. And Rena's like, I don't have a seat. <laughs> uh, and in the midst of that, you cast Druidcraft and this smell begins to permeate through the crowd and someone like gets a whiff of it and they go, someone's poisoned the train station. And everyone just starts panicking <laughs> and you press the button yeah. and the tickets begin to print out. And uh, this Harry Ticketmaster is now like almost trying to like raise the glass and like climb through to just get out of the situation like this is bad uh and you're able to print them and pick them up okay uh do you, you i'm guessing you take them back through the door that you picked the lock of uh yeah so that's open now I amazing go back there and quite quietly pocket those <laughs> as they come out so good um you watch this hubbub as it happens and it doesn't get stopped until they finally get a mage there who just casts silence and it's like everything is fine everyone will get on a train it's okay calm down and but in the midst of this you have gotten your tickets and the train pulls up to the station and the star spawn begin making their way in this uh tiefling with the strange and shifting clothing begin to make their way in and you join their line as you head into the train. Torch is going to appreciate how subtly we handle <laughs> <laughs> Remember what I was saying earlier about making sure we're very sneaky? From here on out. <laughs> well, I wasn't caught doing anything. I mean, I technically wasn't caught doing anything either. This is where the sneaky starts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good job, everyone. Uh, <laughs> This train pulls up to the station, uh, and as you're making your way in, you get a good look at it for the first time. And uh, the, the Memphis Express in the city is famous world round for just what a marvel of technology it is and how beautiful it is. But with all of that said, this is the most beautiful train you've ever seen in your life. It is gilded in gold and starlight. And even though it is running on the track of the Memphis Express, it also seems to be laying down its own track Whoa. in front of it as it goes. Uh, and it gives it just that little extra bit of speed as it is trying to make its way up to this planar portal. Uh, you hear a conductor say, last stop, Memphis Station B. And everyone gets off that wants to get off maybe like one or two people. There's not many. This seems to be a place that people get on and stay on. Uh, yeah. Now that we can see the train, how many cars uh, are there behind the prison car? Mm -hmm. You see three cars between the caboose and the jail car. Yeah. You are entering in the car just beyond the caboose. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
second to last. So there are two cars in front of us. Between... Two cars in front of you, yes. That aren't the jail car. Exactly. Yeah, got it. And you all enter, the door close, and the train leaves the station. You've made it on. Give yourselves a <laughs> right. It's done. And We're only two and a half hours into our adventure. Only two and a half hours, and you have made it here. You have made it. In and you're shopping for clothes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, important. it's very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me grab. I mean, we met that Harley Quinn character. It's like the star of the show. <laughs> yes. We love her. She's oh, yes. so great. <laughs> uh, you make your way into a car that looks circular, actually. And once you make your way into it, uh, you look up and you see a large domed ceiling as the train begins to take off. Is this like different on the inside? Yeah. Uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you look down at your feet and you see these glowing symbols on the floor. And then in the middle of the car is this beautiful mechanical model that is suspended and twisting in the air and in the sky. And Rena, you recognize what this is immediately. You see the planar uh, seat. Oh. Um, and all of you hear a very ding dong, and then a very kind voice speak and say, "Hello." Take your fucking seat. Take your seat. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the planar terrier. You can learn more about planes of existence by donating to the car. Wait, did you just say planetarium? <laughs> That's so good. God damn I it. I can't claim. What? I can't claim this. This is all Justice Armand. Oh, uh, very good. It's real good. Mm. Uh, it says, all proceeds benefit the establishment of order across the planar multiverse. And you see a little Modron at your feet uh, that has a tiny tube that it's holding that goes into other tubes in the car. And it kind of goes "Eh," and holds them up to you. Expecting gold. Oh, for donations? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll put a gold piece in there. And it goes all over the, and then you see as it goes all the way up to the roof, the ceiling of this plane, planar and it explodes into a star. My coin exploded? Yeah. Whoa. I mean, it doesn't really explode, but it's like a yeah. little thanks for donating. animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I just kind of go, pull out about five coins and go, thanks, Derek. Oh, look at it go. <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing. Uh, and this Modron kind of nods its entire body enthusiastically as uh, it snaps a finger and an illusory form of a different Modron appears. Uh, And this Modron is named Cosmo. And he says, oh, hello. Welcome. The star spawn behind you kind of grumble in this very strange extra planar language and just move on forward. Uh, This is something that they're very familiar with. Uh, you get the idea that this is a bit of a tourist car, mm. uh, but Cosmo greets all of you and says, Oh, hello. Uh, welcome to the Planetarium. I'm Cosmo, and I'm here to answer any questions that you might have about this wonderful car that we have here. Um. I can also give a lecture on any plane of existence that you would like. Is this 
Does this train have a, a spelljammer helm? I can show you a spelljammer helm. I, well, I mean, I, I have no idea what they look like, and I would love to see one. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. And just kind of clink, clink, clink the mechanical hand and conjures in the planar sea, the astral sea, this uh, beautiful spell jammer that kind of shrews through the sky before disappearing and goes, wow, wasn't that fantastic? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is there anything else that you would like? What are in the other cars for us to experience? Well, if you head on forward, you'll see the passenger car. This is where you can get drinks and food and meet your fellow passengers on our journey to the planar sea. Then, the next car is the aquarium car, where you can see all manner of strange creatures. Beyond that, access is restricted and we cannot let you go any further. Why? What's up there? The engine room. And out of character, that's wrong. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh... Yeah, I heard that there was a tour for a select groups who wanted to see the engine car. I'm <laughs> unsure where you got that information. <laughs> you can roll deception check if you'd like. Uh, yeah, aren't children afforded like... tours? This, this boy's only eight. <laughs> Give this child a tour. Oh so I rolled an 18. <laughs> oh, dear. It appears that there has been false promises made to our guests. This is a very large problem, and I must go handle it immediately. I am so sorry. And the illusory form disappears. <laughs> oh, thank God. Let's go get a drink. <laughs> I, I agreed. Yes. Mm -hmm. You head on forward to the... <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. This is just... um. Do you ever set up a heist and then instead of filling it with like intense things, just make it the goofiest thing you've ever done? <laughs> no, that's never happened to this me. This is a pre-apology for what's about to happen. <laughs> what I'm saying. This is great. Um, the the amount of uh, overzealous excitement in that in uh, Cosmo the Modron's voice. Mwah, yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Perfect. Uh, you all head forward into the passenger car. Uh, and this this is a car that holds um, three passenger cabin cabins, some private cabins, and a kind of dining area. Mm. Uh, however, as you pass into it, you hear a voice that goes, "Stop! Nobody move!" And you look forward, and there's two things that you see. First, you see a mind flayer oh. standing in the oh, middle of shit. the car. Uh, Oh, God. My phone <laughs> said, I want to talk. Uh, Your phone said, I like mind flayers. I love mind flayers. Mind flayer? Get me some of that. A mind flayer standing in the middle of the car, dressed in a tweed overcoat and a cap. And uh, a he, he has a, uh, a, a pipe that is emerging from his tentacles, and one of the tentacles is up and holding it. Yeah, uh, that's horrendous. <laughs> I love this so much. And then Squidlock the second Holmes. thing you see is on the floor, you see... Oh, where is it? You see a creature, a person, laying out on the floor. Dead. And... 
Then the Mind Flayer speaks again and says, No one move a muscle. This whole train car just became a crime scene. (laughs) So excited. Uh, what do you all do? there are three onlookers as well uh a cambion a drow and a bronze dwarf that has these flames emerging mm. uh and all of them are also kind of frozen staring at this body well, like how many people total are in this car uh a you see the three people? uh you see yourselves and then you see this body that's on the floor and the mm-hmm. so the oh so, so like the, the star swarm went into the aquarium they are not noticeable for the moment yes oh but there are also some closed sections of this right yeah Mm -hmm. okay 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 uh well it can't be any of us we just walked in the door so surely Mm -hmm. we wouldn't need to be implicated here and we could just go on about our day ew gross (laughs) (laughs) well if you're just listening Sarah was gesturing at I was stroking, stroking the tentacles. my tentacles. Contemplatively. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a beard. Like a beard. Like a beard. Uh, he does nod, acknowledging your point, and uh, goes to light the pipe that's in his mouth, and this green vapor begins to emit from it. And he says, that may be true. But now that a murder most bad, on our train car. I'm afraid I can't let anybody in or out until it is solved. Oh, Oh, God. Uh, What what authority do you have here to hold any of us? Why, I am Ignatius Inkblot, the finest detective Uh. on all the planes. You've just been sitting on Ignatius Inkblot for two and a half hours. Kudos to you. Thank you. Uh, he, he kind of uh, reaches out a, a hand to shake to each of you. Um, and it's up to you as to whether or not Does you... the dead body have a big hole in the back of its skull? <laughs> and the brain missing? And a brain missing. Uh, it does not. In fact, um, you can't immediately tell what's wrong with the body. Mm. Just that it is not moving. It seems like you'd have to examine it to get a better idea, but uh, he does reach out a hand to each of you, shake, not shake, uh, and says, no. Listen. I must be honest. As a as a mind flayer, I find that it's quite important to uh, approach with honesty to make sure that everyone uh, trusts me as much as they can. Um, I, I do have detect thoughts up right now, uh, and uh, I, I seem to, to see that you are all very capable individuals, and I would very much appreciate it if you joined me in my investigation. Well, that makes the most sense because you can be sure it wasn't any of us. Yes, also, you did just join the train car. Yes. So. Um, which would be the perfect cover. The perfect crime. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, sorry. Trying. <laughs> uh. I was just really getting into it. Yes, I'm totally in. Let's do this. All right. 
Um, Poster, you I... seem a little unsure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just like, uh, do you know? I guess we're doing this. Um, there's like a resigned rumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, can't start punching people yet. Mm-hmm. Um, how did they die? Well, that's something that I'm going to try to ascertain in the next few moments. So I'm going to go look at the body and try to understand the cause of death. Uh, ah, yes. I'd like to look at it with you, if that's all right. Absolutely, Jolly Ho, join I'd, me at the uh, body. Mean... I'd like to get a drink. <laughs> drink? Um, two drinks. And my large furred friend, if you would like to go perhaps speak to the, the suspects. I'm you so want sorry. You want me to go talk to people? Well, you look like a strapping lad. Um, oh, that's what my grandma used to call me. <laughs> that, that even though I wasn't as big as the other giants, I was still a strapping lad. He puts a hand on your shoulder and says, I can tell from your thoughts she was a lovely woman. She really was. Yes. And and what would you like to do? Um, I, I was just gonna like get my spell book out and have like mage hand hold it mm. in front of me. Mainly it's just so I can cross my <laughs> arms in a very disapproving Quite impressive. Uh, and then ritual cast detect magic. Amazing. Uh, if that's okay. Absolutely. I know ten minutes seems like a long time, but maybe it's no, not no, as no. long as we think in this yeah. car. Mm. <laughs> you uh you begin to cast detect magic as uh as Ignatius leans down towards the body and begins an examination. Uh, Pike, what are you What are you doing? You're getting a drink? Mm-hmm. Mm. And then I, I heard Ignatius say, like, perhaps you should talk to the suspects. And I was like, ooh, ooh, yes, me too. Quick, no, I'll get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, amazing. And actually, while you're at the, at the bar getting a drink, you notice one of the people who was uh, staring at the body it happened um uh this cambion who is kind of nervously uh sitting there uh drinking down a drink now uh osha you may join at the bar or you may go and speak to some other passengers i am going to let uh i'm gonna let pike do what pike does sure and not rope me into it Mm -hmm. (laughs) makes a lot of sense uh yeah so he's he's just sitting there Drinking his drink, uh, just kind of looking around, and uh, he sees he sees you at the bar, and he kind of raises his drink to you, and then just keeps drinking himself. His mm. Wings fluttering a bit. Cambion, like, mm, it's a bit on the nose, but a fiend right here. I'm like thinking I'm talking to you, but you've made yourself <laughs> scarce. I think <laughs> I have gone but... over to the other onlookers. Oh, I just have. Hmm. All right. So, <laughs> did you know this thing? Oh, hello. Um, no. Real quick, are we talking like bright red naked demon or like devil in a suit or? Devil in a suit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm good either way. <laughs> I know. I was like... <laughs> I was like, did you sound more hopeful for category A than category B? I've... No one will ever say. <laughs> yeah. It's a I'll really say. well-tailored suit. There's no way to know for sure. Mm-hmm. Are we talking naked demon or in a suit? 
amazing. Um, yeah, he kind of glances back, goes, um, no. Hmm. Took you a while to answer that, though. Um, I don't speak you. Hmm. Checking your languages. Yep. <laughs> you knew I should have taken comprehend language. <laughs> so many spells I didn't take. The curse of the wizard. I know. <laughs> All my players always ask me, like, where is this on my character? I, I look through like, the. I'm the DM, man. I don't use that. I look no, through all the bookshelves. It's, it's in your for, proficiency. Uh, for loose you scrolls. Scroll to it. <laughs> Do any of these barrels or bookcases have loose scrolls in them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you actually just kind of poke your way and you find a scroll and um, it says banishment. <laughs> I'm banished. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's a really good spell. And you're like, whoa. And then uh, you realize that it's just a scroll talking about banishment. Yeah, like, <laughs> you should learn this spell. Yeah. An advertisement. <laughs> Have you heard about banishment? Yeah. Take anyone to any plane. Uh, <laughs> Anyway. Buy one banishment, we'll give you the second one for half off. Uh, I start speaking to the Cambion in Celestial. Oh. Uh, the Cambion looks a little intrigued, um, but says, uh, what? Uh, I don't like, I've got this extra drink here. Oh. You speak the language of my enemy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Not there. Perfectly fluent, but. Uh... Thank you. And takes the drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so what no. are you doing on the train? I'm uh, with... Um, I'm in the cabin with Ignatius. It's very loud. Oh, you're together then? Uh, what until we put a label on it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, we are. Mm, he's. He's uh, friends with my sister. Them. They used to, but they are not. And now they are trying to fix things. And um, I think he's stalling. Hmm. So maybe he killed this person. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy that drink. Good to hear you're single. I'll be back. <laughs> Stop hitting on the demon. <laughs> and I haven't had a chance yet. No. I refuse. Very good. Um, he Worst turns back to his ever. drink. <laughs> wingman? That's what, hey. you, that's what you get for using a bard as your wingman. I know. <laughs> hey, talk uh, me up. No, me. God damn it. Again. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay, and you're still casting Detect Magic. I think I sure this conversation am. has kind of run its course, yep. and then uh, it, it fires off. And give me, give me an Arcana check on top of that. Okay. Because I don't think that detecting magic is necessarily... If something is imbued with magic, detect magic goes off. But if something has had magic performed upon it, sometimes that will fade. Yeah. And so I'm trying to see if you can... Uh, Arcana's got an even 10. Even 10. Okay. Natural 10. Natural no, no, 10? No, no. It's a <laughs> total of 10. Okay. 
Uh, you are looking at this body, and you can't get a full beat on what happened to it, and that's very strange. You see a slight pulsing of magic around it, but it's it's fading fast and faster. Mm. And even by the time you really realize that there is magic coming around it, uh, it, it's faded and gone. However, as you are still staring at it and trying to determine it, you can get the sense that it's evocation magic. Okay. Um, and as you think that, you think, oh, interesting, evocation magic. If I can't see anything that happened to them, then that means that it wasn't something evocative like fireball. Right. That it wasn't anything that would leave necessarily a mark on the body, unless. And uh, I'm going to have you make a second investigation check. That wasn't quite high enough to figure it out, yeah. but I believe in you. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm now looking for the puddle of water. Oh, how about a natural 20? Amazing, a natural 20. <laughs> Woo! You are transported back. Stand back, Inkblot. Yes, yes. <laughs> you are transported back to a time in your childhood when you were first learning magic as a wizard. Mm. Uh, Ratatouille style. On, yes. on the high astral seas. <laughs> yes, on the high astral seas, learning magic. Uh, did did uh, did you have any siblings? Um, yeah, I think an, an unusual for an elven family, maybe, yeah. is like, I have like five siblings. Amazing. You're, yeah. you're playing on, uh, on the deck of, uh, Spelljammer with your family. Uh, it is not your Spelljammer, but maybe one back then that your parents had. And, uh, you are all kind of playing irresponsibly with your magic. Mm -hmm. Uh, and one of your siblings... I, I mean, I'm only 48. You're like... only 48. One of your siblings says, look what I can do, and fires off magic missile towards you. Yeah. And it slams one into you, one into your other sibling, and one into your other sibling. And you're like, ow! Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. That thing never misses. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> and you look down, and you see just a round bruise beginning to form on your arm. And you remember that, and you think of that, and then you pull down this person's cloak, and you see that their chest is just riddled with these round... Little circular... Circular bruises. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I... I um, detective, you, I mean, you may have a different view on this, but this is clearly the mark of, magic, of a magic missile. M many magic missiles, in fact. And kind of um, pulls it aside and goes. <laughs> oh, actually, an estimate yeah. of the number of invitations is important. Mm -hmm. Can I get approximately how many there are? Yeah, uh, it looks like five. So maybe not second. someone who really had a lot of. Someone has a third point. level spell. Uh, mm -hmm. That's that's what I was thinking about. This was cast as a third level spell? Is that mm -hmm. what that means? Or it was cast twice. One of the two. Oh, right. But then you wouldn't get five. Yeah. Unless sixth hit something else. Oh, right. Okay. Somebody really wanted this person dead. Oh, dear. Perhaps a crime of passion? Um... Looks at the game. <laughs> or... 
uh, a debt was owed or uh, right i don't know could be anything we have to but, figure out if anyone knows who this was but it was certainly somebody who can use magic of some kind like n- no yes. idea that i'm immediately implicating myself <laughs> <laughs> a wizard of some repute uh Perfect yeah sorcerer <laughs> of some kind or um yes don't <laughs> was there to been in another room at the time? <laughs> Technically, yes, actually. You wouldn't even need to see the target, uh, except to know they were there, I think. Oh, wait, doesn't it need line of sight? Oh, uh, yes, it does yeah, need yeah. line of sight. You need, mm-hmm. to, you need to peek out and see them from, well, from quite far away, though, really, would be sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, from, for Even from the um, train platform, uh, through a window or... Um... So, the other two people in this train Yeah. <laughs> As you are as you are going on your uh, your diatribe about like here's all of the ways that I could be <laughs> yes. like here's how I would have done it. <laughs> yes. uh, oh, so you realize that next to you uh, there is one of these people that was looking at the body, uh, this drow woman who is kind of looking down at this body with misty eyes, and she just says, "I just I can't believe." I can't believe this happened. I didn't mean for him to die. <laughs> did you? Like, did you know him? I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, y- yeah. Um, this um, he was my cabin mate. Um, his 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 name was uh, Quintus. Um, he was he was really really nice. Um, he was helping me with some things. So, oh, was he a detective too? <laughs> no, um, no, he oh. was He's super good at sex. <laughs> was um, he? He was um, he was a cartographer, um, and he he was he was helping me find um some dragons because I'm I'm a dragonologist and I'm going to uh one of the planes to try to to try to find this <laughs> really cool treasure that um is supposed to be uh, hoarded by these extraplanar dragons. So um, I'm not supposed to talk about that. I mean, <clears throat> it does seem like you're rather new to the treasure hunting business. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, you know, my, my dad always told me that a secret spoken is a secret lost, and I'm <laughs> very good at not saying secrets, but um, Quintus was really good at it, and he was he was really helping me, like, Keep the map secret and uh, keep them in that private compartment in our room. And you know. are they still there now? How do you feel about dragons? I've never met one. Can you roll an insight for me? This woman's a drow. Mm-hmm. What, what's the victim? Uh, the victim is uh, a human. Human male-ish, mm-hmm. as far as we know. Yes, twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, she immediately realizes that she just told you that there are very priceless maps in a secret compartment and is worried that you're also a dragonologist enthusiast that is going to steal her maps. um, Tell you what, since you told me a secret, I'll tell you a secret. Okay. I have no desire to go to other planes. Ever. Um... Ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Mumbling to myself like <laughs> outrageous. I'm sorry, I have really bad news for you. You're on a train that's going to another plane. Assuming we don't get stopped now that there's a dead body. Right. 
I don't think this train is allowed to stop. Not anymore. But, um, but... We might want to figure out if the... I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I understand your desire to keep things secret. But also, if the people are after the maps, let's make sure the maps are there. Oh, you'll help me. You'll help me keep them safe? Sure. Okay. Um, okay. Very, very, like, like there's something like an mm, where Osho is thinking about whether or not he wants to say you could be the next target if the maps are on the table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, not, no, I feel like that is probably not the best course of action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And scaring, scaring the uh, suspect, but also the victim, maybe. Uh, um, I, I wonder if I could, this is an overhearable conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I wonder if I could roll, so normally when I haven't had a long rest and put my points into sleight of hand or, you know, thieves tools proficiency, mm-hmm. normally I'm proficient in cartographer's tools mm-hmm. because I'm an active, if quiet, member recently in the Astral Cartography Society. Yes, of course. Um ACS? Yeah, that sounds, that sounds good. Uh, no, Society of Astral Cartography is better. Uh, SAC. Yeah. SAC. Mm-hmm. So I want to see if he is a SAC cartographer. Mm, okay. Um, a, a SAC mapper, if you will. You can rifle your way through the body and try to see if you can find a card-carrying membership. Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, um, Pike, what are you up to now that you have uh, spoken to this Cambion? There are more to speak to and more to find out. Uh, there is one person left who is not currently engaged in conversation. Well, I'm going to go up to them. Sure. Uh, you head up to this fire dwarf with the hair kind of... Uh, like an azer? Smoldering. Sort of? Yeah, like an azer. Uh, and um, he looks up at you, and he was sitting there with a knife um, carving a stick into, like, a shape. He's 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 doing some carving. The he's pamphlet. Whittling. The pamphlet. He's whittling, that's the word. <laughs> the combat pamphlet. Yes. Do you, do you whittle? Um, fuck, that's his voice. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> he looks up and says, oh, hello, do you... Do you partake in the art of whistling? Um, no, not usually. Hmm. Shame. I've dabbled. Right. As a youngster. Aren't you still a youngster? You look about eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we half elves come out fully realized. Um, of course, of course. <laughs> the law that everyone knows, CD. Right. <laughs> For mothers. <laughs> Uh, it's lovely to meet you. My name is Abernathy Vince. Abernathy. Uh, Artemis Pike. <laughs> what a lovely name. Oh, thank you. It's quite whimsical. Quite a nasty business that we've got here. Indeed. Yes. Normally, when I go to the drinks car, I don't like there to be dead bodies lying around. But you know, you take the drinks car you're given. Ah, certainly <laughs> you do. Yes. You seem like a bit of an adventurer. I mean, I have been known to buckle a swash or two in my time. My goodness, I'm in I'm an adventure myself. Are you? Yes. So, I, although this is at all a bit startling, I do find it a bit exciting. 
don't you think? Oh, very exciting. There's a mystery. It has to be solved. Nobody knows who did it. Very strange. Mm-hmm. Anyway, how do you find yourself on the train? Gonna pick his pocket of the wand of magic missiles that he's carrying. <laughs> <laughs> how do you find yourself on this train? Oh, you know, just traveling with some friends. I have a friend who has a destination to go to and offered me a ticket, and I thought, go to the planes. That sounds wonderful. I haven't done it before. What about you? Oh, well, actually, that's very interesting that you should say that, because that's exactly what happened to me. I got a free ticket onto this as a, as a bit of a prize, you know, and, and being a bit of the adventurous spirit myself, I went, well, of course I've got to go. So oh. off I went. Very nice. A prize? Yes. What a uh, prize from what? Oh, well, you know, at uh, the high city, every once in a while, there are these little collars that they have. And they, oh, if, yes, if you buy a table, then of course you're <laughs> familiar, that if you buy a table, that they enter you into a series of raffles. And, you know, the one this year was take a trip on an astral train. Isn't that so exciting? That is very exciting. Yes. So I won. And here I am. Could I buy you a drink? Certainly. And uh, buys you a drink. This and... is the flame dwarf? Yes. I'm into it. <laughs> You're into the flame dwarf? I mean, there's not much I'm not into. That's, <laughs> that's the reality about me. So um, <laughs> the illithid's a no for me. Yeah, yes. no. Yes. That's pretty much it so far. So good. Uh, and you, you're getting on in your conversation. Is there anything specific that you would like to ask, uh, Abernathy Vernus? I'm trying to figure out if Abernathy Vernus is a, um, an adventurer, like what kind of adventurer, as we mm. would say, being outside the world, what sure. would like class? Yeah. Or... Ah, okay. Roll, roll insight for me. Oh, also, if it's helpful to be horrible. Um, I'm sure astral elves are readily recognizable to other people on the train. If yes. somebody wants to point it out and blow up my whole spot. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, okay. just, just to a give you ammunition <laughs> as you like. Um, 15. Okay. Uh, you are taking a look at this person as he is speaking to you and having a good time and one moment. This guy is so stupid. <laughs> You're not even sure that he has a class. Oh, wow. Oh. Is it level like, zero? I'm level? an adventurer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I have more money than sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but. He is more than willing to speak to you about all of his many adventures and hear all of your many adventures. Oh, great. How did you know the deceased? Oh, well, he was quite interested in making maps and helping other people make maps. And so I thought, well, wouldn't it be so interesting if you made a map for me? So I was speaking to him about it, but he told me that a dear, sweet Ethel was already in the midst of having maps created, so I could not get in on that until a bit later, I suppose. Ethel, is Ethel here? 
Oh, yes, Do you see Ethel? in the car with Quintus. Am I speaking to Ethel now? <laughs> <laughs> Am I speaking? Is, is Ethel can, in the room with us? Yes, can other people see Ethel? Quintus. Yes, Ethel is, is the, the, the drow. Oh, oh. Oh, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> and then I just, like, look over. Because um, uh, and Ethlyn and Osho at this point are heading into a private car. <laughs> I I look I look at you and I'm like, what? Oh yeah, sorry, I have to go. <laughs> and I like wander over to you. I'm like, sorry, turn up anything. And right as you wander over, uh, the Elithid, um Ignatius is clapping you on the back and says, well, I suppose what they say about astral elves is true. Uh, they're always so good at picking out information. Uh, Nobody uh, says that. I, it's <laughs> such a strange way to bring that up. I look. <laughs> I I just need to see if this man is a member of SAC or not. Um, oh, by all means, rifle through those pockets. Yeah. Well, oh, maybe. Oh, I probably should have checked this first. And I just pull up the sleeve to see if it's the matching tattoo, the the animated know. compass tattoo that I also have. That you know. I'm having so much fun. Um, <laughs> go ahead. And... Is that okay to have an animated tattoo? Yeah, I don't know absolutely. if that's a D&D thing or not. Absolutely. No, no, there are definitely animated tattoos. Um, insight? Insight. Okay. And this is a very low DC, I'll let you know. Okay. Or uh, not scrutiny? Scrutiny, sure. Okay. <laughs> scrutiny is a stat? Nope. <laughs> investigate is what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah, scrutiny is. What is that from? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> but I believe in you. Somebody knows. Somebody in chat will say where I got that nonsense from. So investigation's okay. Yeah. Ooh. Um. This many. Six. Six. I'm kid. I kid you not. The DC is five. Oh, it's okay. Very low. Okay. It's very low. Great. Because you lift up and you see yes that there is a tattoo okay it's not animated oh like a oh that's like what a poser would get or does it stop animating when you die i don't you don't know that oh yeah i've never died before yeah <laughs> oh yes wild talents that's the search <laughs> skill in wild I, I thought maybe uh... it would. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. But I couldn't it's remember good. the name. I don't know why that the rest of us didn't. I don't know why I'll tell on something. Look for things in that game. No, also no true. Has ever. I just say, can I do that? And then I hand Jason my character sheet. Oh, amazing. Um, um, that's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you 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 find the tattoo, but it, it is not animated. It definitely doesn't move. Huh. Um, up to you uh, as you look at this. And um, Osho, you are going with Ethelyn into her room and you see inside her room, uh, there's a, a little Modron that is kind of standing inside the, the door. Um, and she says, hi, bot. Um, I just am helping someone out and goes to this like secret compartment and pulls it out and pulls out the maps and says, "I it's, um." <clears throat> They're still here. Um, are they helpful to you? Or um, I don't really want you to see them because I'm worried, you know, but I mean, honestly, hmm. I'm more interested. You have, is this your Modron? Um, well, you could like 
have a little extra and and have a little modron in your room and quintus said that it would be good to have one in the room so that we could um stay focused on our work without having to go out and get things hmm so why did quintus leave the room in the first place then oh um he said that he had to go to the bathroom fair i i, I don't suppose the modron would really help with that no uh is the corpse wet with urine? Pay extra for that. Uh, so, uh, please don't answer that. Like bend down to the motron. Like mm-hmm. I, um, I'm Osho, and the motron waves at you. Did you see what happened to the other passenger? The entire uh, eye swings back and forth in a no, but then inside the eye, um, there generates the image of another Modron. Um, and Ethlyn says, oh, um, that's probably Higglesworth. Uh, could you call Higglesworth? Please. Please call <laughs> Higglesworth immediately. Please let yeah. Higglesworth have a mouth. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Bot, can you get Higglesworth here? I, I was talking to the Modron. And like Osho says too. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> um, and and the bot kind of nods a little, and you hear a <laughs> and then a clank, 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 as uh, this other Modron who looks very similar, except that it has a little sailor's cap atop its head, comes into the room and kind of stands in the same way. Are you Higglesworth? nods with its whole body did you see what happened to the other passenger of this cabin who is now dead outside nods with its whole body can you point to the person who caused his death points to itself did someone order you to kill that person points to itself but then kind of shakes a little bit Oh no. I feel like we'll have to go talk to the detective. You know that, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Still um, talking to the Motron. Oh. <laughs> 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 having such a good time. <laughs> no, but um, I like that she, that's a character choice. Yes. Yeah. Uh um uh yeah, sorry. Um, and just like sits down on the bed, like with the seventeen map rolls in her hand, and the Modron kind of just clanks out the door. I follow Modron, uh, like Higglesworth, out the door, mm-hmm. and we stop right out, like close the door behind us, and stop right, right there, and it's like, is someone making you take responsibility for something that is not your actual idea? The bot. The Modron does nothing. Mm-hmm. What's your experience with machines? I didn't have any experience with these kinds of machines like before I came to Sharn. Mm-hmm. And since I have been here, it has mostly been avoiding them. Yeah. Because so... they are employed as security quite often. Mm-hmm. You cannot tell what it means that this thing is not responding to you. Uh, um, tell you what. Let's go talk to some people who, let's go talk to the detective guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the two of you are over the body uh, with the detective. 
Uh, is there anything that you have been doing in this interim? Um, let's see. I, I guess looking for any other, like, notes, letters, mm -hmm. you know, any kind of correspondence on this sure. guy. Trying um, to... Oh, no, we already did establish the... He's a sack method mapper. of death. Yeah, and he's a sack mapper, officially. Mm. So. Definitely. Um, how to, like, come up with... <laughs> I feel like it's just this thing I really want to do, that, like, I've got... Eaglesworth, like, buy one of its hands mm -hmm. and come up like a very tall person with a very short child. Yes. <laughs> like, clink, 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 clink. like, Eaglesworth here has said that it... Um, so is this, like, <laughs> ape arm up yeah. <laughs> to be held? Uh, that it killed Quintus. Ew. Case closed. Uh, but also, it seems to be a little... I'm confused. I am concerned that someone is abusing this bot. Oh, case open. Uh, these creatures <laughs> yeah. ge generally don't have any sort of personhood. I do. It has a name. Well, so does a dog. It's Higglesworth. <laughs> Dogs have feelings. Yes, but they're not responsible for their actions. Does it have a brain? Or is it just cogs? It's just and and uh. Ignatius tries to lean down and kind of take a look at the uh, the monodrone. It does say monodrone here. These are little monodrones. So cute. Uh, and like it Modron, though. kind of shakes itself back and he thinks for a moment and he says, <laughs> of course, these are valet-style modrons, which means that everything they must do must be in service of its passengers, which means, unfortunately, they are unable to incriminate said passengers. Uh, so somebody could order it to carry out a crime and then it would refuse to identify them. Well, not typically, but and kind of like looks to side to side. And um, you had a high investigation check before to... I think that was my net 20. Look at the body. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to carry that over to this. Uh, and say that you can't get a close look because this thing does not seem to want to allow you to get a close look at it. But you can see a slightly bent panel in the back as it rears back. Mm. So typically they couldn't be ordered to violence because otherwise this could be chaos. Yeah. But somebody seems to have mm. overridden something Okay. without overriding the rest of the program. Ming that keeps them from incriminating themselves. So I think I'm like on one knee next to the body and look over to the Modron and mm -hmm. maybe my angle I could see exactly. this like panel. Um, this Higglesworth seems to have been tampered with. Um, oh we should perhaps... Higglesworth, can I open your panel? Rears back. Mm -hmm. Higglesworth, you act in service of passengers, correct? Nods. There are four passengers here. Five, a few count Quintus, and I don't know the intricacies of how much dead passengers count as passengers anymore for you, but does that not... Does, does this request not come from a passenger? A perfectly valid and legal passenger who 
is also working in the service of another passenger, Quintus? Roll persuasion on the bot. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm like, drinking my drink. No, you're killing it. It's great. <laughs> can, I, can I do the help action on this? How are you helping? I'm... I'll, I'll, and I want to fix your panel. That's worth. Yeah, okay. I rolled a 15. Okay. But you can roll with advantage if you want to. I rolled a 19. Amazing. Nice. Oh, you don't add anything to it? It's a plus zero on my sheet. It sure is. Okay. Amazing. I have... <laughs> well done. Against all odds, something that Osho says connects to this little Modron and it begins to rattle and shake until the little panel goes clunk and pops out and out comes a wand of magic missiles. Aha. My you wand. Might not be oh. able to... <laughs> <laughs> the perfect crime. <laughs> um, uh, but you found the murder weapon. Uh, although uh, Higglesworth does not seem to be able to tell you who did it. Um mm was able to override its programming enough to pop out something that had already been loosened. Um, Egglesworth, you can hold my hand if it makes you feel better. Motron <laughs> <laughs> holds your hand. <laughs> of course it does! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, I'm gonna take the wand and try to, like, patch up this panel again, just mm -hmm. to like, get it back into place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna say that you patch it up no problem. Okay. Uh, and with the murder weapon found, uh, you now have... Oh, and does Detect Magic show me anything on the... Because that lasts for a while, right? Detect yes, Magic? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, anything I can... Any trace, like... There's definitely a evocation magic coming from this wand. Yeah. Uh, you can tell that it is what was used to uh, kill Quintus. Um, you have Ethlyn. Is it the same kind of wood as the fire dwarf was like? That's a good question. I don't think you have looked to notice, but it is something that you could look for. Uh, and Ethelyn kind of comes back out, holding all of her scrolls, and says, Have you figured it out? Do we know who did it? Or shouldn't you put those away? You should oh, hide no. those somewhere. Mm -hmm. Those look valuable. Oh, no. And, like, runs back into her car, uh, dropping one scroll onto the ground as she does so. Mm. Yoink. <laughs> that is a map mm. drawn by a cartographer to an astral dragon's lair. Roll insight on it for me. It's a bunch of spirals with an X at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yep, that's a six. Got it. Looks beautiful. Out of six, as a D6 roll? They used multiple colors to make this map. That's gorgeous. Wow. Does this mean anything to you? <laughs> yes. Astral elf. <laughs> what? No, I don't know why you call me that. Um, well, the other one called you that, so... Oh, well, that's because I'm an astral elf. We can talk about it later. All right. <laughs> it's chill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, just don't say it a lot, please. 
Oh. I would never call you an astral elf over Please. and over again, astral elf. Okay. <laughs> um, I think, like, Ojo at this point is like, has looked at the time and looked at you and been like, respect people's identities. <laughs> Wax you a little. Like, let's get, let's, let's find this murderer. We have a job to do. <laughs> I do enjoy the off the rails that I have given to this. Like, did yeah. you have a job even? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, you, you hand it over. Who would like to take a look at this map? Uh, I, I would like to take a look at it. I, I, I'm also curious now, yeah, just I mean, because Ethel is hiding been, it. Like, like, I'll just roll it out, you know. But like, just because Ethel has been so very weird about them. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That's exactly why I wanted to grab that. <laughs> Make an insight or an investigation check. I'll roll investigation for both of us, or yeah, no, yeah, okay. This guy loves me. That's a twenty-six. It's basically a twenty-six. <laughs> It's a Good. 10. <laughs> Good. If you round up and add 16. You know, what you said in the chat that you were like, I hope you're ready for player Jason rolls. <laughs> uh, I wasn't ready. It's great. Um, you forget what... You have a moment of identity crisis because you forget what the astral sea looks like looking at these maps. Yeah, and I'm not proficient in cartography today. No, you're not. This is the way my brain works. You're not. It's not there. It's yeah. gone. Uh, and you are hit with a pang of like homesickness from yeah. not remembering. Why did I give like. up this knowledge? This mm -hmm. was stupid. Yeah. 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 Osho. Running in with the good looks. You've never been to the astral sea. Famously, Osho has said that he never wants to go to any other plane ever. Ever, ever, ever. He's, he's completely uninterested in visiting yeah. other planes. Even if they're real, I don't want to Even go. if they're real. Uh, however, you take a look at this and there's just something wrong about it. And as you look closer, you realize that the way that this has been drawn out is misleading. Uh, there are things where there shouldn't be, uh, there are some directions that are listed incorrectly, uh, there are distances that are wrong. Oh, this I'm gonna is... say that because of yeah. my, like, survival mm -hmm. skills, I'm like, this map is, makes no sense as a map. Yeah. And there's two things that you understand from that. First of all, this map doesn't make sense as a map. And second of all, Quintus made this map and sold it to Eflin. Uh -huh. This man is a fraud. He was either a fraud on purpose, or he was a fraud because he was a incompetent. Hmm. And perhaps when she bought it, she wanted to make sure no one else could get a copy, so she killed him? I mean, it... It seems highly unlikely that she has realized that she has been bamboozled so far. Yeah, she thinks she's bought a high-quality map from a low-ranking cartographer. Um, what if they even get into the group? Uh, this tattoo's not even animated. You know, that animated tattoo stopped when you died. There's one way that's, to know for sure. That's not been proven. 
the mind flare eats her brain. I think he gets all of her um, memories. That's a little extreme, don't you think? Uh, didn't you say you had not my brain. thoughts? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes. Oh, that yes, would work I too, I suppose. Uh, what I understood is that Ethelyn is very, very gullible. Very stupid. But I wouldn't say that to her face because it's rude. And also, she might have Modron kill you. Yeah. Yes, I haven't really delved any deeper into anyone's minds because if they were to understand that I'm doing it and then they're guilty, they might try to kill me. So. Fair. But, tell you what. If we return the scroll to her and maybe ask her about. <clears throat> whether she knew that Quintus was getting solicited for other maps by other passengers? Right. Perhaps. Hmm. Did she have an exclusive arrangement with Quintus? Jolly good. And that, that might bring some thoughts to the surface. Well, I'll come along with you and I'll detect thoughts while you speak to her. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't suppose you have any documentation right. on your detect thoughts ability. What do you mean? So, you know, an instruction of how others might learn to do... Uh... Oh, you would like to learn the secrets of the famed Ignatius Inkblot. Uh, yeah, or, I mean, the, the, a well-known spell that many people come, have made use of. Come, come, my protege. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Just sit down in this chair in front of me. And... <laughs> the gentle are just part yeah. of it. <laughs> Drink this paralyzing draft. <laughs> uh, so do y'all go in to talk to Ethlyn? Yes. Uh, amazing. Who who leads this charge? Not it. Oh, I suppose that's up to me then, is it? Unless you want to do it. Uh, I'll watch her back, I guess. The, the important thing, Pike, is to ask the right questions. Right. I have no idea what questions I'm asking. <laughs> Are you being serious? But yes. Oh, okay. I was drinking and looking at that candy. And what, what, we're looking see all those abs? We, we need to know the nature of her relationship with Quintus and whether she thought maybe he would sell to someone else or um, if he was squirrely or uh, if she was worried about the secrecy of her maps. Right. Did she know that it was... What is it? Are they fake? Is that what you said? They may be poorly done, uh, or fake. <laughs> I, I really need to have my instruments to check them properly, but they do look wrong. <laughs> and you do have your cartographer's tools on you, and you can still try not, to check it. I, but I mean, you're, you're just not, not proficient. Right. Yeah. Uh, the map is useless. Well, look. Sometimes maps in the astral sea do seem like that and are actually helpful. This map is literally contradicting itself here, 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 and here. I don't disagree with the points you're making, but that is sometimes the right way to get where you're going in the Astral Sea. Uh, according to this, if you followed these instructions, and, uh, and I will admit that I have never been to the Astral Sea, nor do I ever want to go to the Astral Sea, especially not if if you follow these instructions, you would actually end up 
in what this map refers to as the Abyssal Plain. Oh, that would not be <laughs> ideal at all. Hmm. I didn't actually even know that that was possible. I mean, that sounds pretty wrong. Um, darling, darling. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, She's you sitting on her bed. Dropped something. Oh, oh my gosh! Thank you so much. And takes it back. Um, kind of like you see her press to digitate it a little bit, and then like wipe it off, and then put it back. It's in like her the kind of folded corners. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Thank you. I'm gonna I sit down really next to her. Put these back in the. Hi. 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 I'm so... Ethlyn. Hi, Ethlyn. Hi. Nice to meet you. Um, these maps. Yeah, Quint has made them for me. Right, right. Um, was he selling to anyone else? Oh, um, how long did you know him? Well, we met about um a month before we came here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, no, I, I don't. I don't think that he was selling to anyone else. Well, that's good because they're they're not accurate. What? Yeah, sorry, no, I, love. Um, no. I, one other thing. Would you have killed him if you knew they weren't accurate? Or- what? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, she starts crying. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh, that didn't go the way I thought it was. Uh, um, I no, no, no. You did exactly. I just, I, I just really wanted to find a dragon's lair because, like, I really, but oh. I, I thought that maps was the best way to go. But I, I should have just bought a compass from Abernathy. He's, he's obviously better at this than than Quintus was if he was lying to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he was bad. Yeah. And now he's dead. Mm-hmm. But you didn't kill him. No. I'm, like, trying to hug her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I meant, but you didn't kill him. Like, we know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's a weird question. Uh, it wasn't a question. It was a statement. It was a strong I, statement. Okay. Because I believe in you. <laughs> right. But I glance over at, at uh, Inkblot to see if he's getting any of this. Uh, uh, yeah, Inkblot's eyes have widened as if he has caught something. Yes. Mm. But he is keeping quiet for now. Mm-hmm. And she's just a mess, like, sobbing. But you knew him best. Who do you think, out of the people in that room, would have tried to kill him? I mean, I just thought he was such a great guy, and he's obviously not. So, I don't know, maybe he maybe he crossed somebody else? I, I don't know. Do you know if he was selling to anyone else on the ship? No. Or on the train? No. <laughs> you don't know, or he wasn't? Uh, I'm sorry. Um, and, and Inkblot kind of like uh, gestures. Don't make that face. You look funny when you cry. Crying <laughs> <laughs> hard. Well, all right. Now you're just gross. <laughs> uh, and um, Ignatius takes the two of you out while you are comforting uh, Ethelyn. You can also like, leave. If you yes, I'm leaving. Yeah, kills you. <laughs> you're dead. Chomp. The one shot's over. Um, and says. I did get something quite interesting while I was reading the surface thoughts of that unfortunate young woman. Did they sleep together? Who? Them. The dead person. I mean, uh, I, before I feel like this is... Right, no. never mind. 
what did you get? Well, <laughs> it was quite interesting because right to her surface thoughts as she was speaking, I got a, a small memory of a Abernathy Vernus trying to sell a compass to this woman, which he has never said anything like that to me before, so I, I thought he was just a pompous little noble who was trying to make his way, but presented himself very differently to this Ethelin person. That is interesting. But it doesn't make him a murderer. No, of course not. Sure but does. Lead nonetheless. But if the... So Abernathy is the fire dwarf, right? Am I... Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> I was like, are my notes wrong? Yep. No, you're correct. Yep. Um, but he's been presenting himself quite differently. And that's suspicious. I don't yeah. like suspicious. He did come off as... Well, droll and stupid. You you were talking to him for a while. What what? Um... Little time as possible. Yes. Did he hit on you? No. Suspicious. Very. <laughs> um. So yeah, if we're gonna go over there, I do want to see if that wand, if the, the wood that he is whittling, is the same as the wand. Mm. And is it? Anyone would know. Your archery expert. I forget. Is it? Is it okay that I? Picked up the wand. I yeah. think I said that earlier, but I, I couldn't remember if that was a conflict. Or no, not. that's perfect. Okay. We're at least a made us. Uh and Vernus is in his uh private room now, if you would like to go that way. Oh, um maybe just before we head over there, I'm, I'm gonna get my cartographer's tools out and just double check this map. Like, is it really as bad as we think? Mm -hmm. Um I don't know what I should roll for that. Investigation. Uh yeah, go ahead. Okay. I just won't add my proficiency bonus. Go! <clears throat> 13, almost a 23. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So really? And this is The 19 too... was just like, nah. Uh, give, me, give me what you're checking for again. Oh, um, I was checking to make sure this is actually like a properly made map. Like somebody who knew what they were doing, mm -hmm. you know, actually like sketched out the arcs and the curves yeah, and the, yeah. you know, like this is notated correctly. You With... Know. Uh, <clears throat> with your help, you are able to look at it and go, this map bad. Yeah, it's just bad. This bad yeah. map. Just bad. However. I'm beautiful. But well done. Terribly wrong. Bad map. Oh. So almost on purpose. <clears throat> That's, mm. I, I mean, I never doubted you, but like, th this is intentionally bad. Wait a minute. It would take her to where? Well, the, the ab abyssal. Realm, right? That's what it says. I don't know if it's bad enough that that's not actually what is at that location. Hmm. I mean, if it. Oh yeah, it is back in the secret compartment. You can't um, check on it again. Checking my memory of it. Checking your memory, just going yeah. back in there. I'll let it happen because it's already happened. It's my mind palace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, there's also a cambion here, and if it would take. I don't. I don't even know if this is relevant, but let's go talk to the Azer. Hmm. All right. Mm. Yeah. You go talk to the Azer. Yep. Uh, Vern is back in his room, uh, still whistling away. Uh, you take a look, um, and the Wand of Magic Missiles is very clearly well crafted, um, although a little used. The thing that Vernus is whittling 
isn't the same, but if you roll me nature, perception, I think this is nature because it's like I'm looking at arcana. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not arcana. Oh, okay. That's a five. A five. That is wood. It sure is. But he does look up at you and say, oh, hello. Welcome. Welcome to my little slice of paradise. Can I get you a drink? Mm. Curious about what you're making there. Oh, well, you see, right before I got on the train, I saw this little bird. And I thought it was, was the most charming thing I'd ever seen. And so I wanted to whistle a little shape of it. Shape of a bird. Does this look like a bird? Anything like a bird? No. <laughs> Maybe but if a bird was a long, straight piece of wood? <laughs> it doesn't look like a bird in the way that a kid is like, I'm going to make a dragon, and then it does not look like a dragon. Mm. Am I... Can I... Can I be of help to you in any way? I thought that there was a, quite a suspect thing going on out there. Where did you get this piece of wood that you would like? Do you carry them around with you? Yes, I'm quite a, quite an adventurer. Do you have a large stock of wood that you carry with you as you're on your adventure? <laughs> That's impertinent. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a whole handful of wood. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, he seems bumbling. But you know what? The only person to talk to him before was uh, Pike. So you can go ahead and make insight checks on this person as well. Oh, I have a, I've trained in insight. Oh, insight. now, I would now be you're back it. to nice. It's a 24. 13. This accent's wrong. There's mm -hmm. something weird about this accent. It is not his normal accent. Mm -hmm. uh, and it occurs to you that... In all of the conversations that you've all had with him, to you, he has not once mentioned making compasses, despite saying that he is an adventurer. Hmm. It's my understanding you have compasses for sale. Oh. And who gave you that information? Uh, so, out of character, I'm intentionally setting this up for other people to make insight checks. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm drawing fire. Yes. So that yes. other people can. Um, so. Um, well, wait. Oh, uh, Abigail? No, what was her name? Abernathy. Ethelator. Ethelin. Ethelin. Ethelin said that that was uh, an offer that you'd made her before she bought the map. Uh, Ethelyn, she's quite an interesting young woman, don't you think? Um, well, you see, I told Ethelyn that I had a compass that I wanted to keep for myself, and she was quite persistent in trying to get it from me. Well, you have a compass. Yes. So, you must be very skilled with your hands. Well, <laughs> to, to whittle as you do. I, I think so. And you travel around a lot, so you must be very—you must be very good at like fixing things and and tinkering with things because well, on I the road, get the servants to do that. It's not but, quite the adventure lifestyle. But you aren't traveling with servants now, so 
Oh no, the the little the little metal things. Great serpents. Mm. I'm gonna give you a little more on that very good insight check. Mm. He's hedging. He's just lying. Yes. Yeah. Uh but you get the sense that unless you catch him on an outright lie, this man is going to keep lying through his teeth. Okay, that's what I was kind of looking for. I was mm-hmm. like, the problem is Ojo is also just like really average intelligence. Mm-hmm. So a, a kind of like verbal sparring isn't in his mm-hmm. wheelhouse. Absolutely. Um. So. Oh. Sorry, real so. quick. The, mm-hmm. Does Detect Magic pick up anything on this guy in his room? Anything super out of the ordinary? Here's the thing. Ethlyn mentioned this compass. And you, uh, I didn't say this explicitly, but I'll say it now. You got the idea from what she said that this was a very special magical item. And uh, Vernus takes this out. And is, like, showing off the compass to be like, look, it's my compass. It's mine. You don't get any ping of magic off of it. Mm. So. This magic is, this this compass is quite normal. So this compass is very (laughs) special to you? Oh, yes. Very important for all my adventures. What sort of enchantment does it have? Oh, um. A findy seeky enchantment. Oh boy. <laughs> yes. Um and Pike. I I think at this moment, I would like you to make a perception check for me as a fellow Well, I won't say as a fellow what? A bullshitter? <laughs> sure, yeah. God damn it. Three. Three. Oh boy. I'm just so bored. Can I help with this somehow? Uh, it's a check to kind of, like, look around the room, and I think, I think you are distracting Abernathy, so, sure. hmm Okay. Uh, so I would roll... Well, if you're giving the help action, yes. you would re-roll. Oh, perfect. Yes. Good. I was like, do I need to roll to help? <laughs> 17. Hell, there we go. yeah. That's better. You spot the same secret compartment in this room as was in Ethlyn's room. Mm-hmm. Oh, same room design. Same room design. Everyone gets a secret compartment. Everyone gets their little secret compartment. And it's just slightly open. And you see like 15 more of these compasses. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's very special. One of a kind. One of a kind, eh? Hmm. Can I start juggling three <laughs> like, of them? Yeah. Uh, and Abernathy stares as Ignatius goes and scooches you all out of the room and then slams the door shut. Wait, Uh, Ignatius takes us out of the room and goes in? Uh, no, just slams the door shut behind. Uh, and then right as that happens, you hear a f***unk! As Ignatius's body like slams against the door, trying to get out before it closes, but clearly it did not. And he says, "Fuck you all!" <laughs> oh well, we gotta get that door open. I knew you wasn't posh, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna get away with the best grift of this century, fucking Quintus. 
Uh, and he just kind of keeps pounding on the door. Uh, and Ignatius goes, <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, you are free to speak to Ignatius or Vernus as you would like. Uh, Ignatius has locked this person in their room. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, yes. Well, now we can leave. Right? <coughs> yeah, at least he's been restrained. And... I heard there's fish in the next car. <laughs> Forgot I put an aquarium. <laughs> Amazing! Oh yes, intensely exciting to figure out. Uh, I'll take care of this clang, clang, clang <laughs> issue. And uh, if you would like to carry on your business, um, what are your names so that I can send my way of thanks to you later? Mm-hmm. Beth. <laughs> Archer. All right. Autumn Spike, lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you. Uh, also, I do still have detect thoughts of, but I will respect your name as Beth, if that is what you uh, like. I mean, I don't want to be known. <laughs> Great Beth. <laughs> yes, we were never here. <laughs> Excellent. I don't give my names after strangers. Well, lovely to meet you all. Onward to the next mystery. And he... I don't know, tentacles out yeah. through the next car. Whoop, 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 Good whoop, whoop, job for solving the mystery. Yeah. You head to the next car. And uh, as you head to this aquarium car, uh, you open it and the door just stays. Like the door opens and in front of you, you see water. But the water doesn't pour out oh. once you open the door. Uh, it is this clear water that isn't displaced when the door opens. Uh, it's this huge aquarium. It has this coral reef stretching across it and these like very clearly created but very beautiful ruins that are covered in algae. Mm. Uh, and there are these fish that just dart in and out. Uh, and there's an angel right in the middle that is clutching this decanter that kind of like like a statue of an angel? Of yes. Oh, okay. A statue of an angel. Not a real angel. It's d and I don't know. No, you're very right. I tell you, if I were worm people, I would not go in here with all these fish. Uh-huh. Oh, good thing to know. So, excellent I, point. I want to go in the fish place. Yeah. Well, you do have to get through this car to get to the jail car. So. Um, yes. All right. Uh, how far does it look like to the other end of this thing? Uh, Probably about... 20 yards. So if you wanted to swim across, we would probably enter initiative. Yeah. I am going to... Um... How far can you swim in a turn? Uh, You can usually swim half your, half your speed. Yeah. Oh, unless mm-hmm. you have a swim speed. Uh, mm-hmm. You do, however, see on the port side wall to the left, about halfway, a big old plug. Nope. <laughs> You're not killing all no, the fishies. the fishies. That's it. I just, I just had a I am going to no. turn into a giant octopus, though. Amazing. Amazing. And solve giant this crime. Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and that does give me, you know, octopus swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so my question is, in that case, can I just, like, tug them along? And we move it to the other side. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I'm going to be like, 
was made for this. Mm. That's good because I and apparently I walk... didn't prep alter self like I thought I did. Oh no! But... I walk into well, you the wanted water. To. I feel like that's fine, but you walk into the water mm-hmm. and uh, and become a giant octopus. Yeah, that's great. Uh, <laughs> and then could you stop doing whatever you were attempting to do here? Um, that, and then I'm gonna hold out my tentacles and like grab you both by the wrist. Yep. And then swim very quickly over to the other side and like throw you out that door. Amazing. Uh, I'm not even going to put us into initiative for this because that's really fun yep. and mm-hmm. very funny. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so like, just like six legs, just going to like, like full speed. Like... <laughs> it's like the noptopus, but the yeptopus. Like, it's so good. This way. Yes, exactly. You reach the other side of the car and uh, get out onto the other side. Uh, the water still does not displace. Um, as you fly past this angel statue, you almost think that it's smiling a little bit more at you as you have found a way to cross the train car without injuring any of the fish. Um, you've solved my don't injure the fish puzzle. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and it never casts injured. bless on all of us. Yes, yes. Casts bless on everyone. <laughs> it's an angel. I can do it. Uh, and you find yourself at the platform outside looking at the door to the jail car. Now, I'm going to let you all take a look at this door. But immediately, you can see that it is locked tight. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't seem that you're going to be able to pick your way into it. However, there might be other things around the train car that you can make use of in order to get into this place. Um, Let's see. The no teleport lever might not be inside the car because they wouldn't want it to be with the guy. Mm-hmm. So if we look around the outside of the car. Sure. But if we we can't pull the teleport level, level until we get the information. Oh, because he might disappear. He mm-hmm. will definitely disappear. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. stranger will definitely disappear. We don't actually know that it's a he, I don't think. That's true. The stranger. Um, okay. All right. Let's take a look around. What do I see? What do your half elven eyes see? One, one elf eye. <laughs> one elf eye, one human eye. Yeah. Maybe. It could be fearful. Uh, okay. How do you take a look around? Like this. Are you looking around the sides of the train car? Are you getting up to the top? Are you taking a closer look at the door? Yeah, I'm going to, um, since I do know lockpicking pretty well, take a look at the door, see if there's some sort of mechanism, and then see if that mechanism is actuated by something on the walls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, go ahead and... What's higher for you? Um, what is like an investigative? Is investigation or insight or perception? Um, <laughs> perception. Perception. Go ahead and roll perception for me. That's a 24. 24. Damn. Okay. Ah, okay. As you look at this door, uh, you realize that it has a bunch of interconnecting iron bars 
that is what is making it very difficult to pick is that there isn't just a specific little like hole that you can enter into and try to pick this lock. It looks like it unlocks from the inside, mm-hmm. uh, which actually does give you some really good information in that they are not worried about what is inside getting out through this door. They are more worried about people getting in and tampering with it. Mm. Uh, so there's something inside that is making them feel pretty reassured about the prisoners not getting out. I'm going to knock on the door. Yeah. You knock on the door. Okay. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. Actually, roll me... A performance check. Oh, oh okay. no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm proficient in performance. Nice. Uh, it's not a dance, but it's like nice to one. see if you screw up shaven haircut. 18. 18. You do a like fun little knock. It was like dun 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 dun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you do a little bit more after it. Yeah. And um, the follow up beats. <laughs> you don't. The door doesn't open for you. But you hear something on the other side. And then you see uh, the night has started to fall on this train as it makes its way and gains its speed going up towards the portal. You see the top of the train where you just thought that there were normal lights guiding the way. Something shines brighter at the top of the train as you do a little ditty on the door. Something shining at the top of the train. Did you see that? Did I see that? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go up there and see what's happening. Is there like a ladder or anything to go to the top of the yeah, train? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's gonna... ladders on every... every yeah, yeah, I want, I want to go see what's on the top of yeah. the train car. You clamber on up, and you see a huge 10 foot by 10 foot skylight in oh. this. It is very reinforced, but... And locked, but it's glass. Probably could break through it. Mm. Okay. Great. It's just glass, guys. It's just glass. Like, right, rapier. Let me know if anything happens. Um, Does the rapier like? Can it speak? Is it no. warning? Is it no, a warning? It's a rapier really? warning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, let me pull up rapier of warning just so that I know what to do. I think it just gives me like a, a Peter Parker spider sense sort of. Mm. Is it like? Dangerous to stand on top of this, like dice roll dangerous, or it's gone pretty fast. But I think that the since you've been traveling with this train for a while, you are the momentum of the train. Mm-hmm. So as long as you keep yourself low, you should be fine. If you fuck up a roll really badly, I will make you roll. Too. Yeah. The the underlying side of my question is: Should I cast spider climb before I go up there? Definitely. Oh, okay. Then uh, I'm gonna do that. Let me see if I can multicast that. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, right, um, a couple minutes over, if that's okay with y'all. Yeah? Okay. There's the job. Yeah, all right. Uh, I'm going to cast Spider Climb on myself. I don't have a way to cast it on lots of people, so. Sure. Without burning up three spell slots. How <laughs> ridiculous is it if I just cast a Flaming Spear to crash down through this... Doesn't um, seem ridiculous to me. Because, like, but truly, Ojo is, has done as much, like, uh, diplomatic anything and has really been looking forward to smash. Smash time. Yeah. Hell yeah. Do a smash. Go for it. I'm ready to jump in there. Great. 
Me too. Cool. So that is uh yeah, flaming sphere. Second level spell. Two I'm assuming that the skylight can't make a deck save. It cannot. So uh <laughs> oops, missed me. 2d6 fire damage. I mean it's D D. Amazing. Go ahead and roll. That's true. Mm-hmm. That looks good. That's at 12. Amazing. It cracks. It's, it's a cook kunk. Uh that's cute. But it's not quite shattered through. Uh maybe follow up with a magic missile. Go for it. Uh what what level is this wand? Oh, good nice. question. Where is the wand of have. magic missiles? What does it tell us about it? Here we go. It has seven charges. Of ninth level magic missile. Weird. <laughs> one charge. You cast the first level version of the spell. You can increase the spell slot level by one for each additional charge you spend. Oh, and it has seven charges? Mm-hmm. And, uh, Two charges have been used. Okay, so there are five For left. the murder. Yes. Yeah. And... Uh, so a third level is 64, right? Three, second level, four, third level, five. Five, right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. So, um, so there were five magic missiles on the dude. So that would be in three charges are gone? Uh, yes, three charges are gone. You're three. so right. So there's okay. four charges. There's four. It's the one time I can ever do math. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to use it all up because that usually destroys the magic guy. Um, so yeah, three charges gets me five d four. Amazing. Okay, go ahead and roll. Five d four plus one for each one. Oh yeah, so five d four plus five. Yes. Okay, five. Oh, not bad. Uh, Fifteen plus five is twenty. Nice. It's with each dart that hits, it cracks a little bit more until it absolutely shatters, and the space is open. Okay. What do you do? Jump down in. Jump down <laughs> in. Yep. All of you jump down in? Yep. Okay, and as you land on the floor, you hear a massive, booming voice that says, Speak your business. And you turn... And you see a huge angel with wings of fire holding a glowing mace. And they say, Speak it truthfully, trespassers, or face my wrath. I say, Oh, fuck you, Torch. So fuck you all the fucking way to. We have for some names. Please. Is that what you say? Yeah. Yeah, like that. I have no true names to give you. Are you guarding someone? I am guarding men. Somebody has property of someone we work for and we came to get those names. No. (laughs) Uh, Are you the stranger? You come for the stranger. They have something. Came to talk to the stranger. We're not going to release them now that you're here. The stranger is my quarry. It is my duty to carry the stranger back to where they belong. We don't want to interrupt that. Never did want to and never would. But they do have something that belongs to our friend. And they have information that we need in order to recover stolen property. 
And that would be justice. Uh, justice. I'm going to need a group deception. Hmm, let's say persuasion check on this. So mm. everyone roll persuasion for me. Would you accept a... <laughs> mm. It's all getting grouped together. Yeah. So. I mean, that's a 10. 10? 26. 26? I don't want to push the button. It says minus one. <laughs> 18. Okay. Yes. With the minus one. 18 <laughs> plus 26 plus 10 divided by three is one over what you need. Yes. Amazing. Wow. This Dima regards you. Oh, God. Staring down with their glowing mace. And then they put their mace behind their back. And you look back down at the cells and you see that each cell door has an imprint of a glowing mace. And they say, you may speak for one moment and one moment only. And they reach out an arm and point towards the cell at the very end of the passenger car. All right, I've got this. Please. What are we asking for again? The true names true that names. belong to Torch. Uh, the No, the true names that belong to the two people that Torch told us to get the true names for. Oh, we have Carneros and Airtalk. Yeah. I took notes. I was just kidding. Those. Um, yeah. Amazing. Good test. Also, mm. nice mace. I like it a lot. Thank you. Sweet mace, bro. I mean, I also carry a mace. I just felt like it was a moment. Like, have a moment there. Yeah. Yes. Are moment. you free later? <laughs> I guess that depends on you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm off work in about 100 years. <laughs> if you want to come back to this plane. Mm. Yeah. I don't like traveling to any planes ever. Same. <laughs> you have so much in common. <laughs> okay, I'm going to the end. <laughs> Get your freak on. Um... Uh, I'm gonna come with me. I'm gonna cast guidance. Hell yeah, guidance. And as you all walk down towards the end, you see these cells are uh, covered in glass, um, but perhaps maybe not the glass that was in the skylight. Probably something much, much more powerful. And so. <laughs> all different kinds of creatures are in these cells, extra planar, and they are held by dimensional shackles. Uh, and as you get to the end, you see in the cell that the Dima pointed you towards a fairly normal looking person. Just Doug. Tattered traveling Doug clothes. Doug the stranger. Wide brimmed leather hat, kind of stretching back with their arms behind their head. And they kind of tilt their hat down as if to obscure their vision more as you approach. And they say, uh, thought you'd be coming around at one point or another. I'm guessing you want a name. Well, yes. I technically two of them. Got a pen? Um, yep. you're a wizard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have so many quills. You have no idea. Now, I'm more than willing to help you. But, uh, you know, nothing comes for free. Sure. I yes. want out. 
Well, or we could deliver a message for you or like pick up your dry cleaning. Kind of tilt their cap down further and just lean back. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> um, oh, I know what we have to do. Did anyone see a lever? Oh, mm, I could take a look. Yeah. Why don't you go take a stroll around, see yeah. if you can find that lever? Because if we do that, I can dimension door out of here, and then you two can take care of the big scary thing. Sure. Say what? I now? mean, you could dimension door after me. What? Uh, this is why I don't work with other people. Okay. To the camera. <laughs> now look, here's the other option. We could knock out this stalwart guard, and you know, we don't have to murder him. Sure. There's a large assumption there in your ability that I am not sure you can back up with I'm, actions. I'm a very capable fighter, thank you. <laughs> uh, however, why don't we promise to do our best to undo the teleportation field? And that's as good as he's going to get. Give us the names, and we'll undo the field. Try that. It's not even going to work. It's just not how these things are done. You heard them, right? Yeah. Not going to work? Teleportation field, then the names? No. Names first, then teleportation field. I was the one yesterday. I'm not... One name. I'm not negotiating this. I'm just saying... Oh, all right. Listen, I assume that y'all are quite capable adventurers to have found yourselves in this car ain't an easy thing to do so i'm assuming that y'all are proficient enough to know uh what a diva lacks and exactly how to get through to them in a way that maybe doesn't go to violence like singing opera i don't know entertainment do you want to roll history for me? Yeah, yeah. I do, actually, yes. <laughs> I was like, I, as a player, am so in ignorance right now. And it's all good. It. This is a thing. I'm, well, that's 12. Well? Was it history? Yes. You can also roll. One of my best skills. <laughs> roll so the five. Sorry. 18. 18. Um, both of you get correct information. Uh, when you try to pull this up. Um, it's just how useful the information is. As you recall, divas, uh, divas, not demons, uh, you remember that they are these celestial beings that often, when they are put to jobs like this, it is mind-numbing. And if you, like, suggest a game to them, they'll probably take you up on it. But that probably would have been useful to talk to the stranger, not so much to get the stranger out of a holding cell. What you remember is that not all divas, but divas that usually put themselves to jobs like this have very strong senses of justice. And they are these all-powerful beings that care a lot about making sure that the right thing is done. And so if a celestial were to believe 
that something had been done incorrectly or unjustly, they might be persuaded to take a different action. So why are you in here? It's some sort of injustice, right? You're in here wrongly no, accused. No, man, I did it. I did it, and I'm proud. <laughs> I love killing. <laughs> uh, kind of stretches a little further and says, any of y'all ever been to the Astral Sea? Yes. <laughs> yes, I grew up there. Oh, kind of tilts their hat up a bit. And, and I flip my hair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I see. There's things outside of this place in this world. And, and there's nothing wrong with this place. It's a nice little place. but It's just one place, though. <laughs> just one place. And the things that people see as the most powerful things aren't really anything close to the kind of things we see. Yes. So maybe someone sees someone pretty powerful and maybe even the existence of something that powerful is a threat. So maybe they gotta be locked up. You were locked up before you did anything inappropriate? Well, I've done a lot of things inappropriate in my life, but... You are currently locked up for potential crimes rather than crimes actually committed. Good. I'm. I can work with this. I'm. I'm actually a, a, in objection. <laughs> yeah. This bullshit. actually sucks. Yeah. This is actually unjust. This is bullshit. Just, you can't just minority report somebody in <laughs> interdimensional prison. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you can when you know that. I mean, but it, it's it's malleable. It's not pertinent to this situation. Uh. Right. I'm going to talk to the diva. Okay. I'm gonna read like I'm gonna recast guidance because it only lasts for ten turns. Yes, and support my arguments so I get advantage. Yes, <laughs> yes, that. Come back out. Hi, hello. hello. It's been a mistake. So, would you say? Leading question. You say. <laughs> you say. Um, someone being put into prison for a crime they didn't commit. For crimes that people thought they might commit. That's not just. That is not justice. Correct. Well, that's exactly what we have over here. Right? Yes, a gross <laughs> miscarriage of justice. Dun-dun. <laughs> I can't dun, believe dun. that you would support this kind of oppressive system that exactly. you would be working for them to perpetuate this kind of oppression upon other beings simply for their existence. They lied to you to get you to be on this train and protect someone who hasn't even done the things that they were accused of. Are you speaking of the Aaron Yes? Are that one. Points to that. Stranger. Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage. Mm -hmm. And D4? Yes. Also, I'm going to project the body language. If they don't agree, I'll kick their ass. But I'm not saying that out loud. I'm just, you know. I'm just disappointed. 30. 
Jesus Christ, <laughs> God, amazing. So I rolled a 19, a 1, and have plus 10. Not quite high enough. <laughs> too high, too high. Yeah. As you make this plea that is not just out of you want to get what you need, but out of the earnestness of actually believing that something wrong has been done. Here, and the threat of danger. And the threat of danger that is very scary. <laughs> <laughs> you see this... Diva's eyes begin to glow golden and hot, and the mace behind them begins to glow in the same way, uh, until actually every single part of them, it spreads out into them and just becomes this blinding light. This is how angels blush. Yeah. It's oh, so embarrassing. I want, I want a mace that does that. It sounds like when that. cry. What? I want a mace that does that. Mm. Uh, their their toes actually lift slightly off of the ground, and you feel the weight of their consideration of this. And their voice echoes not out into the room, but into your head. And it just says, a great injustice has been performed here. And... I actually really like what James said in chat, so I'm going to do it. You watch as the fire of their wings turns ichor black. And they press their mace into the wall, into a divot that seemed to have no connection to any cells, and a lever appears. And they reach, and they pull, and let it down. And in that moment, immediately... You hear a voice behind you that says, Well, that was pretty good lawyer. And our names? The names that we need. Tell Torch said hi. Uh, which names are you? Carneros and Airtalk. Those ones giving her trouble? Torch says that they're owed those names. Yeah. All right. Carneros' true name. And they let out a string of guttural growling noises. Uh, and then uh, the sound of a balloon popping. <laughs> and they say, and the uh, air talk's name is uh, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Now, hold on. I got the first one. The second one is complicated. I'll say it's slow for you. I know it's hard for the planar types. Susan. That just makes no sense. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's one of those hot and plain sat situations. Yeah. Uh, and literally just disappears. Do, do you want to hang out later? Or, uh, oh. um, they were cool. Alright, so now we're on a Rain going to where? Oh, yeah, we should dip. <laughs> would you like a ride? Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, Thank you so no, much. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. And Thank this you. fallen celestial takes you on its back. Oh. Ah. Right as you, takes you out of this broken skylight. And right as you get outside, you watch as the train disappears into the planar portal that has opened as you have escaped just in time. 
Excellent job, everybody. You solved my brain puzzle. Yay! Uh, you all return back to Sharn and are rewarded the thousand gold as well as the five percent. Uh, just to wrap us up, I would love to hear what everyone does with their heist loot. Starting with, let's go in the middle. Oh, yeah. Um, it's. I think it is the difference between actually being able to get the Spelljammer helm back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but I, I, there's a little, there's just a little epilogue scene where she gets everything working and then just like turns it off and walks back up the dock. Oh, that's Love so that. sweet. Like, I now I that. can leave. I don't need to. Not ready to. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Amazing. What does Pike do? Pike, having learned lesson from from where he was when he had to take this job and never wanting to have to be at Torch's behest again, has made this entire plan of saving this money and investing and getting a little place of hires he can go. So when he wakes up three days later with no money to his name, (laughs) (laughs) but surrounded by carnal pleasures, and it's like, oh, hell. (laughs) You've done it again, Pike. <laughs> Worth it. Amazing, amazing. And Osho. Uh, Osho has used the material, oh, used the money to get materials and like supplies and workers to build like an adjacent, uh, like structure on his property, and uh, is like. I guess Sharn isn't that bad once you get used to it, like to this fallen angel. <laughs> Does the fallen angel just live with you now? <laughs> but not with me. Just next you. Just like odd couple friends. <laughs> just like, yeah. imagining it with like a bowl of cereal. It's like, you, like it's you need like, your milk. This city yeah. is strange. <laughs> it's like, yes, it is. But at least here it's quiet and there's the sea. Mm. Um, do you want to duel maces? Always. <laughs> Out on the seashore. The dirty, dirty seashore. Do you want to compare Mason? <laughs> I feel like this is the queer platonic relationship that I have always wanted for Osho. <laughs> I love yes. that so much. Yeah, this is very good. Amazing. Uh, thank you all so much for playing with me. Yay! And thank you all so much for joining us today. We'll be back with and it goes sometime soon. Next week. Yay! Next week. That's Very the plan. Exciting. Yay. Amazing. Uh, to round us out, who have we all been? Hi, I'm Ingi. You can find me on the internet at uh, card.co slash John Ingi, J O N E N G E. And that's card with two R's. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name's Jason. You can find me on um, Twitch, technically, and Twitter at it's probably okay or uh, probablyokgames.com. Hi, I am Pooja, and I was playing Osho. You could find me on the internet as Forgotten Saves. If you want to hear me play more TTRPGs, you can find me uh, on Sundays playing Pedicles and <laughs> in the Happy Jacks back catalog, also on a couple of upcoming. Um, Shortish campaigns on Queen's Court Games or the 12-sided stories back catalog. Very nice. And I'm Sarah, or Sarah's Coffee everywhere on the internet. I can be found 
playing horror on Saturdays, usually on twitch.tv plus Total Party Kiss, uh, and nowhere else. Don't look for me. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever time of day it is for you. Goodbye. Bye. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.